0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Planning Face Syndicate. Thank you all so much for joining us tonight. We have an amazing episode planned for you tonight. Here, for your viewing pleasure, is episode 113, Dashing into Nova Prep. This week, the crew is going to take a look at all the new points for the YT-2400 and the bombers. Uh, It's going to be very interesting to see what the... Bombers and all of that fun jazz have in store for us. With that being said, we will also be going over Nova prep. So if you're going to Nova or any other store championship it can apply, you will be able to look at the top lists in the meta that have done well or just showing up, one of the two. If that wasn't enough, we also are doing our store champ pattern analyzer segment as well as reintroducing our roll call. Segment about underutilized pilots. Joining me tonight on the microphone is JJ. The damn it, I forgot to order his lion's hat again. gridiron how are you tonight sir
1: i'm doing all right man so i want to give a quick uh shout out to um to chris pete and sam over at yet another x-wing podcast uh thank you guys for having me on the podcast this week uh it was a blast uh being on there with you guys and uh, if you guys haven't checked them out uh they're uh, an awesome podcast show you guys can uh, listen to them they uh Tend to put out content weekly um, and uh, check them out on their uh, Spotify uh, podcast or on Podbean and uh, check it out.
0: I don't think it's Podbean, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have a link in the description. How about that? Yeah. That'll just be easier. Also joining us from the east side of the state, Alex, the I got my Sir Championship playing scum. How are you tonight, sir?
2: I'm doing well. I was going to go see a double feature today of Spaceballs and Roadhouse, but Spaceballs got sold out. So I just saw Roadhouse. Oh. And I forgot how poorly paced of a movie that is. <laughs> it is very
0: poorly paced, my friend.
2: <laughs> but it's still awesome. Yeah,
0: you, know, you can't go wrong with Sam Elliott's voice. Yeah. so you didn't get to see Spaceballs. I've never seen Spaceballs in the theater. I've only seen you know it at home, obviously. I was a wee bit too young when it came out.
1: Still
0: a classic. I love it. Yes, will the shorts be with you? <laughs> there you go. That's what we need. We need somebody to make some alternate identifier cards for space balls in X-wing. That's what we need. We need to have a space balls tournament. Okay. That's all right, so all, right. all right. All right. This is what we're gonna do next week. Why don't Why don't we talk about that next week? That sounds like fun. We could do like a little tournament or something like that
2: space christmas balls throwdown and uh, <laughs> i got to well, say i don't, I, I, I don't know
1: where, i don't know where i got it from but i actually have cards for uh lord helmets and lone star
2: as pilots for uh for x-wing yeah i got a darth helmet but that's a crew one <laughs> don't know where i don't remember where i got it from
0: well we will have to that's what we'll have to do we're we're going to have to put some thought into this not next week, but we'll put some thought into it. Maybe we should do like a like an online tournament or something like that. Maybe we get Nick or Greg to stream one of the two, and do like a little spaceballs <laughs> tournament uh, for everyone.
1: If I can get an alt art model of a uh, Winnebago to fly as a Millennium Falcon, that'll be absolutely awesome.
0: <laughs> I think I think somebody has one of. Those. Doesn't Marcel have that?
2: Yeah, I think so. Possibly, I think it's yeah.
0: Marcel. <laughs> Marcel bought one or 3D printed one, so. Oh, it does it. sort of look like a Razor Crest now, you know. It does, actually, but he used it as a a triple six six six. That's what he used it for. I mean, yeah,
1: that that's right. Yeah, YV. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He had that at Gen Con two years ago. That's great. All right. That was back when you could run whatever you wanted for fun if you already had your world's invite from three years ago. <laughs> All right. Well, well, hopefully everyone had an amazing weekend. Um, we have not a ton of announcements, but there's a few announcements. Um, we will be starting Nickel City League um, coverage next week. Um, so hopefully you all can, you know, tune in for that. Since the three of us are all on the same team, uh, Alex will be running Lebo every every single time. Yeah, Maybe he's right. going to run Lebo and Dash. No, you guys shoved me in Republic. Oh, that's right. Who has Rebel? Oh, all right, we got to get Flying Mighty. That's what that's who we're going to get. We're going to get Flying Mighty to fly us some um <laughs> leave one dash. Um anyway, so let's let's jump into our first roll call segment of today. Here we have some crazy, crazy ship card. I didn't know what this one was, but somebody thought it would be a good idea to cover abated plating. So for this roll call series, we are looking at underutilized cards, whether they are pilots or upgrades, something that could be beneficial to the current meta. So tonight we are going to cover ablative plating. Which I don't know. So I got a question. Is there a reason they called it a beta plating instead of a beta plating armor? Because I think that's what they call it in Legends, isn't it? A like, blade of armor. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. So I don't remember ever hearing a beta plating in the books or anything like that. But I don't know for sure.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's
1: still, it still works for the same purposes there.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, just uh, it's an actual, like, technology thing. Like, armor through ablation so it's kind of a generic term it's just mostly used in sci-fi things
0: yeah gotcha well alex what does ablative plating do for us you know i put this in my
2: list so it was actually cool that we could talk about it it's a modification it costs four points right now uh, medium or large base ship it's got two non-reoccurring charges Uh, Before you would suffer damage from an obstacle or a friendly bomb detonating, you may spend one
0: charge if you do prevent one damage. It's amazing. So that's essentially it is if you want to go through an obstacle, it's like it's like saves you one free damage every time.
2: Yep, it's actually really good for like debris because the most damage you can take from debris is one. Yeah, Um, but also if you have a lot of bombs in your list. Uh, like, I've seen these on like fire sprays and stuff that brought like Emon. And mm-hmm. um, if you have a lot of friendly bombs, you could just take it.
0: Well, back in the day when Django had a million loadout, <laughs> I used to run Django Zam both with a beta plating for a little while because then I never had to worry about if you blocked me and I dropped a proton bomb on myself. <laughs> I didn't have to worry about it. Which
2: happens a lot, by the way, if you fly like decimators. Yeah. It's rough.
0: Do people put a blade of plating on decimators? No, but they still eat their own proton bombs. Oh, okay. All right. All <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> yeah, so
0: okay. you're telling us it's a good card if you're running a decimator with bombs.
2: If you can somehow figure out four points to shove that into, like, rack or something, and you don't want baffle, uh, that's an option. I think there's better things to take than a bomb and ablative. No. Same Fair price as right. for the force user. Yeah,
1: definitely, you know, especially and the reason why I wanted to actually bring up this particular upgrade is that, you know, we've had the release now of Dash with um uh with the new yt 2400 pack that came out there and you know there's still a lot of people who are trying to figure out uh different loadouts and different things to equip Dash or Lebo uh to really take advantage of their abilities there specifically rubble Dash that gets there uh, gets his ability for our, um for ignoring obstacles that he's overlapped during the engagement phase um and this this particular upgrade really helps out uh, Dash to um, essentially, cancel out damage from obstacles that you overlap, like either debris clouds or for um, for asteroids overlaps, uh, where you could potentially suffer one or two damage. Uh, bladed plating is really, really good to put on dash to help them out with that. Now, typically, you would probably want to. Uh, run dash with gas clouds but eventually you know if your opponent brings rocks or debris clouds a blade plating is going to be very handy for dash to make sure that he doesn't take that um that extra damage from going over the obstacle
2: and um and keep him alive longer for the game so how this is worded do you think it would stop both damage from an obstacle from like an asteroid
1: yeah you would just stop one damage so okay. it, it would be the automatic damage that you would suffer from the from the rock and then uh you would roll and at that point you would either suffer or miss depending on what you rolled
0: so is that in the FAq because i actually wonder the same thing too because technically it just says when you would suffer damage and does the i i does the automatic and other damage enter the queue separately is that why it would only cover the one or is it gonna because to me, it kind of says you're gonna suffer damage. Mm. You suffer them both at the same time, from my understanding, just one in order. So where would you, this you fall the into the queue?
2: One right, and then you'd have the roll. So would not they be like two separate instances? But it's all That's one instance point.
0: in the queue, and the right. question becomes is when you would order it.
1: That's a good question. I'll have to actually bring that up there. my My understanding is that the effects of the obstacle are one instance altogether um like uh similar to how iden works with uh with like proximity mines um that's how i understand <coughs> it but i could be wrong
0: so. so that in that case then it would stop both of them correct yes what
2: isn't damage like suffered individually that's why tavson can trigger his ability twice when he takes damage
1: yeah but that's during an attack it'll be it might be a little different when it comes to
2: obstacle effects I mean, if he was taking like a bomb and he took two damage off the bomb, you wouldn't give him two actions from that. Mm, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't know. I it. don't know. Someone should probably figure that out, eh? <laughs> yeah. Where's
1: our rules lawyers? Dang it!
0: <laughs> Isn't that what you are, JJ? You are? No,
1: I I do not claim to be a rules lawyer. No, I just happen to know a lot of the rules. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm just curious, because, like, if Iden hits, like, a rock, doesn't doesn't she be able to take off both damage, though, with her ability? But also, Iden's ability makes no sense, because they're just like, yeah, just do
0: whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I I think it's interesting, and I guess if this is not something that's in there in the FAQ or something like that, maybe we should look yeah, it Yeah, I don't
2: out. see it in the FAQ at all, so.
0: Okay, well, then there you go. I don't know because yeah, i don't see it in their r- rules questions either
2: but like this is also the first time that that would come up right because in 2.0 it's not like you could take two damage off an obstacle so I don't know yeah that's a good question
0: yeah so the mine so a mine is different than a bomb mm-hmm. a blade of plating does not work with mines no correct so, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think the way we played it before, to be perfectly honest with you, is if you go through an obstacle, you can spend two charges to not take damage. <laughs> so, um, that's how we did that before. Yeah, but
3: I think that makes
1: sense.
0: What else would you guys? What else you want to talk about for a bladed plating? So it's good when you have bombs. What else is it good with?
1: Yeah, definitely, you know, if you're trying to um, bring a list that really wants to take advantage or or a particular ship rather that really wants to take advantage with obstacles and going through them uh, without uh, suffering the effects of that, um, at least for one or two times, um, definitely consider using a blader plating to help keep your ship from um, taking that unnecessary damage from going over the rocks. Um, And if you have a list that has a lot of friendly bombs and you're going into a scrum. Uh, where you're planning to try to drop bombs and then fly away um, and that roll roll um, just goes against you and you end up getting blocked into your own bombs, ablated plating definitely is a really good tool to help you um, mitigate that damage um, to make sure that your ships live at least a little bit longer.
0: And is there anything you would pair with bladed plating automatically? Is there any other... Upgrade anything else that you think would be like hey, if I'm gonna run a beta plating, and I wanna run like let's say novice tech, for example. Um
1: um, well, for me, I think um, if I'm going to go into, if I'm using blade plating specifically to ignore obstacles, specifically in the dash example, trick shot is definitely something I would uh, definitely consider putting into my list. Um, so that way it gives me that option to uh, go through an obstacle and angle it in a way where I know that I'm going to put that, that obstacle between myself and my opponent. And that way I can make sure I can take full advantage of going that way. Typically, your opponent doesn't have the best agency to block you onto an obstacle without dangering themselves to going over the same obstacle, um, unless they have a really good um, reposition-type ship um so i um that's definitely an option for you um if you're looking to do that something similar um that we've seen at least in scum is with kira crew uh being able to target lock rocks and then ignoring them and flying past them um to uh essentially open up a lane for your ship to go through um so that way your opponents have a harder time uh chasing you so
3: yeah
2: Yeah, I'm not sure if there's anything specifically you pair up a blade of plating for. It's just look at your list and if like if you have a lot of bombs and you're a medium or large base, consider a blade of plating. Or customizable dash. I think that might be pretty strong just to put it on there. I think that works perfectly with this ability.
0: Yeah, because before you never before with dash, it was always kinda like you didn't take damage.
2: Now you do, so He didn't take damage and he removed a red token. It was more disrespectful. No more um, asteroid pinball.
0: Oh, thank God for that, right? (laughs) (laughs) Band. Oh, all right. Well, I think that will conclude our roll better, or roll, roll better, roll to (laughs) roll call segment um, where JJ really needs to roll better. But um, anyway, so that, that I think we might continue that. Maybe not every week, but every other week. I do know, like, um, I think that's kind of a fun so if, segment to do. So if you have something you want to submit that you want us to review or something you go, hey, Chris, this is an amazing upgrade. Tag me or JJ in the Discord um, on Planning Phase Syndicate, and we'll add it to the list of ones that we'll cover. Maybe we'll even throw a few lists together. I don't know. This week is very list heavy, so I did not want to put a bunch of a blade of plating lists together. Um <laughs> i just thought it would be one. overkill what's that alex it's in my list so at least there's one list with it in there there you go so well all right well what should we do next fellas do you want to do points next do you want to do store champ stuff what do you want to do next i think we should
1: take a look at the points and um it's be a nice little segue from where we're at
0: all right well points up, of got updated so the first note we're not gonna put it on the screen but the first note is mace got clt back so <laughs> there you go i don't i didn't verify that jj and alex are correct i just trust yeah. them that they're correct so um i did not go looking for it but uh officially mace can now run clt again whereas before they didn't have the extra modification slot on there for him <laughs>
1: yes yeah, so it's great to have uh, a uh an actual possible use for mace now in the delta 7 um that uh, that can actually use clt because uh, before i mean what the heck are you putting mace for if you can't use that like yeah
0: <laughs> nobody is i i used to use mace all the time before they messed up the points and i still think i still think they could have just done a quick errata for that right like it seems simple yeah. to just have given it back to us but
2: yeah yeah agreed for a couple other things too right but i don't know I ig11 is still listed as a gunner slot i think that's funny they didn't fix everything that they were supposed to (laughs)
0: oh that's hilarious so so that was the one point i i looked at the rules real quick i didn't see any big like update in the rules did you there was no nothing in the faq anything in blue that wasn't in blue before
1: uh, no, nothing, nothing new for the updates in the rules, and there was nothing really for the um the updates in like the ban list or the um, the restricted list as well. Um, there was uh, a narrata for the outrider title, uh, which we'll cover here in a bit. Uh, basically changing the entire functionality of the entire the old uh, outrider title that was uh, part of the y t twenty four hundred. Um, it's been reworded to essentially give it a passive uh, juke-like ability for uh, the YT-2400, and, uh, of course, only one YT can, can run it. So, yeah.
0: All right. Well, let's start with bombers. I think that's going to be the big discussion point here. So we got points for all of, and I wish they would put the little prefixes after them, because I'm guessing, so what do we want to call the death fire from... The tie bomber pack, do we just call it the TBE? The TEEBS, yeah. The TEDS, <laughs> I mean, I would just
2: say it's like there's I don't know, normal
0: standard loadout, and
2: then the starter pack would just be the SSP, like it's been with other things. I don't know, too many acronyms.
0: We're we gonna, I feel like we should call it the TED. The TED, we're gonna call them Deathfire TEDS. I don't know why, <laughs> but TED seems like a good acronym for it. Um,
1: so. So I think it's worth mentioning what these ships can do right now that they've been released and then also compare them with their points to, to see like what kind of value you're getting out for these ships here. So um, the TBE Deathfire that came out, uh, the standard loadout version of it, uh, says, at the fully execute a speed three to five maneuver, if you have not dropped or launched a device this round, you may spend two charges, um, there are recurring charges on the card, and uh, to drop or launch a bomb using a three straight template. Um, so he does come equipped with proton bombs and Conternets, as well as the Swift approach, which we'll cover here in a second. Now, in terms of the the only device that can be used in conjunction with this particular um, this particular Chassis uh, would be the proton bombs as Conternets are not bombs. they are the vice. So you can essentially go fast with that fire and launch a proton bomb at the end of it. It's kind of like a reverse genius almost. Um, It's like a discord. It's, it's a
0: discord missile, but a bomb instead
1: yeah exactly and you can if you set yourself up right you can really do uh, a nice bit of damage uh, for uh, for that pro top bomb if you can set it up correctly uh, just uh, getting those crits into your opponent if they
2: have no shields I think it's really funny you can do like a 3k turn and then launch the bomb exactly where you just were yeah where, you're, where you were is just now a bomb have fun or do like yeah. a 5k the, th- the 3k is funny to me <laughs>
1: And what's really nice about this particular pilot is the swift approach. So during the system phase, after you drop a launch device, you can perform a white barrel or boost action, even if you're stressed. Um, So you can fly past uh, ships. You could do a 4K turnaround and do a boost action if you need to during the system phase of the following turn to set up a blue maneuver for yourself. And then uh, if you go like a three straight, which is blue on those bombers, you can launch a device, uh, which is
2: really nice. So also with this ability, it says drop or launch a bomb using a three straight. Can you then nimble bomber that into a three bank?
0: Yep that's why i said it's a discord man yeah well i mean you can only
2: drop it using the nimble bomber you can't launch it using the because the yeah. nimble bomber is just specifically when dropping
1: so i've i've had my fair share of conversations with this one and i think the intent for this one is just to be able to use nimble bomber when you're dropping it out the rear right. um it does
2: not work when you're launching it out the front so yeah, it, no, it is i think that's pretty clear
1: I'm yeah, just exactly. saying, if you do
2: like a three hard, you can drop it at a three bank. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which is nuts.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or do like a 5K three
0: bank drop. So you don't think there is going to be issues with that? In terms would- of, so it says if you have not dropped or launched the bomb. So you were going to drop it, now you're going to launch it doesn't nimble bomber go into effect before you would launch it? Therefore, you really just you it? Drop.
1: yeah, I think mm-hmm. the wording on, on nimble bomber is, is very specific to that, that particular style of, uh, of releasing that munition, uh, which in this case would be dropping. So, yeah.
0: Well, I hope somebody enforces that because, uh, otherwise it's a discord missile.
1: Yeah i agree yeah I definitely something that you know with nova coming up and we're definitely going to see these um these ships on the uh on the table uh, for nova i'm i'm 100 positive that we're going to um definitely have uh you know the judges make sure that they're up and uh up and, and and ready for these particular calls uh when this comes up on the table so yeah
0: all right the next one is captain jonas and that comes in at five points. Yep. Um, and this is the one that I think people were a little concerned about, you know, because of the defenders in your bullseye. You basically get a free crit. Um. But it's a torpedo attack, right? Which one are you going through? Jonas? Captain Jonas. Yeah, he yeah.
2: has the, after you drop or launch a device, you can gain an evade.
0: Oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. So that's um, not the one that people were scared of. No, that's so, Major Rhymer. <laughs> yeah. So Jonas coming in at five points almost feels like it's dead on arrival, right? I mean Especially
2: when the other two Jonases are actually really good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This one just feels more of a suppressive fire variant, but at five points, you're you're really you you really want to try to make this work and you're putting yourself up against like a student here fell at i6 uh versus captain jonas who's i4 now that being said his ability is pretty nice so um his uh his uh, talent which is top cover which I, it reads after a friendly ship i'm not sure of one defense if you have not dropped the launch of device this round you may launch a device using the three bank straight or bank template Um, And you ignore the effects of friendly devices as well, which is separate. So he always has a bladed plating essentially for bombs. So um, he only has proton bombs on here. So you can essentially set up a proton bomb to be launched ahead of yourself. Um, Really, I mean, unless you're able to ionize that opponent and then block them in place to make sure that that bomb that you launch is going to hit that person um it, it's gonna it's really tough to justify the cost of it um he does come equipped with barrage rockets which would be nice you know with with the uh with the focus token but beyond that um i, I don't know it, it's I, it's hard to justify this particular uh captain Jonas over the the four cost captain Jonas which
2: helps the rerolls for all your ships so I mean, it is cool that you can launch a bomb and they get an evade after you like defend but that's about it <laughs> yeah So the question
0: is, if after you launch that bomb, does it just sit there essentially with like a delayed fuse on it till next round?
2: Yes. It explodes at the end of the next system phase, right? So.
0: Yeah. So before, if you could throw it, if it would explode right away, then I would say that's pretty awesome. Like that would be probably worth five points. But like, to me, this doesn't feel like it's worth like five points. No. I mean, if you're like jousting people
2: and then like, They shoot at you, you can drop a bomb and then 5k behind them, I guess. So, like, they could eat the bomb next round if you're trying to get behind them, but yeah, that is not worth the five points. Yeah, I agree.
0: I mean, because you got Merrick for Christ's sake at four. (laughs) So, like, I don't like Merrick's gonna live longer and be more agile. I don't know.
1: Yeah, Uh, and that's a mention that if you're launching ahead of yourself, you're also probably setting up your. Own ships to suffer the damage as well.
2: Well, you don't at least. But yeah, five points. Like you could take this Jonas, or you could take like Soon Tier,
0: (laughs) right? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I think I'll take Soon Tier. I think all day long I'll take Soon Tier. If I want
2: a squishy ship that's going to die right away, I might as well take Soon Tier.
0: He's at least fun to run. (laughs) So the next one is Major Rhymer. He comes in at four points. He has advanced protons, advanced loaders, and afterburners. So the afterburners is actually kind of a nice touch. Automated loaders. After you perform a primary attack, you may spend one charge to perform a reload action. So essentially, essentially as long as you're not stressed, you get two APTs. (laughs) So, like, this ship you have to kill pretty quickly if you... If you if if you got to kill this ship, otherwise he's getting two APTs off in a game, and well, I think for four points looks pretty good. First.
2: <laughs> it is off a of primary attack, off automated loaders. So he shoots the APT, then he shoots you again, and then he reloads it.
0: Uh okay.
2: So it's not like double <clears throat> tap with APTs, which would be terrifying, but it's still really good, I think, for four points. Um, also, his ability is different. Instead of modulating like the range. Because um, you know uh, he has after he does a torpedo attack. If there's a defender in your bullseye, you can change one focus result to a crit result. So it kind of dares him to go up there and just take the lock at range one instead of any defensive token.
0: Like four oh four. Yeah, just imagine
2: doing this like a lebo at range one, because you know your initiative four levo's three. Just roll lock and then shoot an apt at him. And Lebo. Lebo gets one green dice. Yep. <laughs> uh, and you're packing probably two crits. So mm-hmm. at least one, no matter what. That's terrifying.
0: And this bomber has no bombs, even though it's a bomber. It has no bombs. So a little weird. You would have thought they could have just given bomblet generator. I think that would have been fair.
2: And you get three hard afterburners, barrel roll, target lock, and then shoot an APT with two mods yeah sounds wholesome
0: (laughs) i think this this one is kind of scary i i I think this is the and this is the one see this is weird because to me this is almost i don't know it's probably dead on arrival at five points but this almost feels a little bit more like a five point ship than camp and jonas does
1: yeah i mean at four points this does do quite a bit more damage um so i think that this might have a little bit more utility um and something i would consider at four points um, just because if you're able to get that uh, APT off and then just basically do a one trade, you're pretty much guaranteeing that you're going to bump or at least cause a bump, and then you can um, take a range zero shot at worst, reload, and then you're set for the following turn to launch another APT. Um, that afterburners charge, also really good just to do a 3K into a boost, and if you already have a lock, uh, you could set yourself up again for another uh, APT shot at your opponent. Um, so you do have a lot of utility uh, with this major Rhymer. Um, it could potentially have a very high ceiling for damage. Um, so it's uh, it, yeah. Only time will tell us see if somebody's able to really master the use of this particular uh, ship.
2: Yeah, it is still a bomber. So it first has to get the range one without dying, and then to shoot at a second one and has to go through another round of engagement where it shoots, and then it has to live again at I four uh to shoot a second one so i don't think it's going to be like the craziest thing in the world but it's a pretty nice second engagement kind of ship yeah that's the one you put in the back and then you you put the all guys front and then your second wave you come in with rhymer yeah so is
0: this um do you think this is a a good replacement for the cost for the build your own jonas
2: I feel like it kind of depends on what you're bringing. If you're still bringing like Sat Salvo Sat Salvo barrage rockets, I think Jonas might be better. But if you bring the new Tomax, which we'll talk about, this might be a a separate replacement for that Jonas.
0: All right. Next one is Tomax brand. So we now have two Tomaxes at three and one at five, and I have no idea what that one at five does because I don't think anybody ever takes them. Um, Good, but. They have one at five that essentially you get a proxy mine on them. Raj Rockets, proxy mines, and elusive. Yeah. And after you recover one token on one of your upgrades, which basically by doing the 3K or the 5k only, oh you could perform a reload action to recover it. Yeah. yeah when you re-
2: you recover your elusive charge.
0: So then you don't shoot I okay. Anyway. <laughs> 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 on to the good one. Yeah, so that's the 5.1, which probably should not be 5 points. Um, The Tomax Bren for this one basically says after you perform a barrel roll action, you can spend two charges. If you do, gain a focus token. They have, this one has barrel roll into lock. So you're going to barrel roll, it's white, you're going to gain your focus, and then you're going to get a damn lock if you want. And he has plasmas, true grit, and ion bombs, And true... Oh, my God. um, Mm -hmm. The plasmas, that's just good for plasmas. And then at the end of activation phase, which is what True Grit does, if you are not strained, you can take a strain token to remove a non-lock red or orange token. So you can... Essentially, if you're stressed, you could just get a strain and just basically say, I'm going to do a white maneuver now and not care.
2: Yeah, also, it's... At the end of activation, so you know any incoming shots, and also it works for orange tokens. So if you reload, you can just get a strain and still shoot.
0: Ah, uh, that's bull, that's crap. <laughs> that's crap. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, so
1: it's like the, the Empire's uh siege of course on kickback essentially.
0: Kind of, I don't know about that. Why is it kickback?
2: <laughs> yeah, kickback's the one that when he takes a uh, the barrel roll of a turn. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. But I I think this is incredible for three points just to get a double modded Plasma Door off rip, you know?
0: You can do it twice, too. Twice.
2: Well, it is two charges that are reoccurring, so it's every other turn, at
0: least. Yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> you can you can do it. And here's the, here's the best part, because True Grit... True Grit literally says, so you could do with a 5K right? Do a 5k. And then you can just have a strain and not be stressed for next turn. And so if you get behind somebody and nobody, nobody is looking at you, why would you just not take a strain (laughs) for three points? This is three points. I know they're not very maneuverable, but this, this is going to be, and it's an I five too. Like, I think this one is a big competition for your three point build your own.
2: Yeah, I was going to say do you think this one will overtake
0: the saturation salvo barrage rocket tomax that we see now? Uh if it were me, 100% yes. This is my, this is a this is a playstyle right here. <laughs> this or scum if you want to like go back to 1.0. This is very scummy in its like build. This is what scum needs is is this ship. That's what scum needs. So I think yeah. I, I in my opinion yes. I don't know. What do you think JJ?
1: yeah honestly like when i was taking a look at this ship when this came out this is something that suddenly i felt that could be a very good replacement for what i have on my list right now which is lieutenant Lurier, Um, because this is a ship that can do a lot of work and at i-5 get a good shot off. I mean you have a higher probability at I5 of acquiring a lock on your on a ship that you want to try to um reduce shields um and get like a good shot off. Um, those plasma torpedoes, I mean they're they're still very underrated. You're if it hits against a fully shielded opponent, um you're able to strip off one of those shields and then apply all the rest of the damage that you rolled. Um, so it can essentially act sort of like a proton torpedo when it comes down to the amount of damage that you can put out um from that particular shot and then follow up with the rest of your ifis if you have more on your list um or um or just uh, uh just you know it's set up the the follow-up shots to go into the hall with everybody else so um this is definitely a a, a ship that's Probably going to see some play in the meta um, just because it's cheap. It has a really good ability and it can definitely uh, put out some damage.
0: Uh, yeah. How about you, Alex? Same I like that? it
2: more than the the Barrage Rocket Saturation Salvo um, just because it has the positive. That Blasmotorps hits really hard at I-5. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, and Ion Bombs, I, I love... Ion Bombs so much. I think the most underrated Bombs are so good. People are so bad against them. Yeah. And hey, it gives you three Ion Tokens, right? So uh, if there's like a large base there and you block their boost, you know, now they're Ionized. Yeah. Hey, if you're
1: facing off against a Han Solo as well, you know, your you're, Han does not want to see those Ions. Cause um, does doesn't want to be uh, caught in a box where he can have a lot of focus fire sent on him, um, And that ion will definitely stop on from being able to reposition. So um, that it's, it's strong. It's definitely very strong.
2: And remember, if you ionize yourself, you can just trigger it and get a strain instead. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you don't want to do that. Ionized maneuver next round. Breaks your lock. I wouldn't recommend doing it, but you can.
0: Yep. all right well let's see what list did y'all bring for the empire i don't think i built one so it'll just be jj and alex jj what is your list that you want to run that is not what you're running for Nova. Nova.
1: Yeah, okay. so this is me um, kind of really going into the bombers and really taking advantage of them here, uh, of their loadouts, their abilities, and trying to maximize their outputs here. So uh, this is a spin of an older list that I've made previously. Um, so I have Captain Hark here in the gauntlet uh, with Clan Training, Grand Bomb Target, Typer Saxon, Gunner, uh, Mando Optics, and Swivel Wing. Uh, Deathfire, the uh, Toby version, um, also Major Rymer, the Toby version, Tomax Bren, the Toby version, and then Tomax Bren, um, the original version, with saturation, salvo, barrage rockets, and bomba generator. Um, so essentially, for this particular list, I am trying to keep my list relatively in a range three bubble um, to really take advantage of Grand Moff Tarkin uh, with Captain Hark. Uh, you can essentially during the system phase. Acquire a lock with Mandalorian Optics on a particular ship that you're intending to use, uh, Moth, Tarkin then, uh, to provide that target lock to the rest of your bombers so that way it turns on all their ordnance, uh, that they need to, uh, particularly Reimer and Tomax with their plasma and proton torpedoes. Captain Jonas essentially gets a double modded shot on whoever they would choose to, and then, um, and then just get to work with everybody else. Um, ideally, you want to have Hark. Uh, reinforce just so if he's ahead of everybody else he can um, you know survive the initial onslaught while the rest of the bombers can take a range three shots um, or in uh, Tomex's case uh, sorry in Reimer's case take a range one shots if needed Um, and this really helps prevent your opponents to to reinforce or reposition um, out of arc and really help uh, your bombers lock down your opponents uh, while the the take all the shots that they need uh, to take out your opponents
0: you just love that gauntlet that will just immediately be murdered
1: (laughs) i mean you gotta definitely put in some work um to kill that gauntlet you know with um with a reinforce and two agility uh, it's tough to take down those gauntlets pretty fast i mean yeah jam is a thing but you if you're focusing all your attention on that gauntlet uh, those bombers are going to come in and they're, they're going to do some heavy damage to you
0: back so who's your objective monkey in this one
1: uh probably Deathfire. Deathfire is going to be the one that doesn't have any ordinance um so he's mostly trying to get uh opponents to chase him so that way he can just drop their his ordinance and shake out um enemies as as they come along um, so usually that fire will probably be the the ship that I will use as the objective monkey on this one.
2: Just sucks that Tiber only basically useful for that fire. <laughs> yeah. Parks being an I three. Yeah, exactly.
0: All right, Alex, what did you bring us?
2: I brought us a list with two different kinds of ships and that's it. Three X ones <laughs> and two bombers. I figure, you know what? All my ships are going to have six health. <laughs> we're going to do starter pack Vader, and then we're going to do Juno with shield upgrade, Merrick with shield upgrade, dead Eye and Marksmanship. And then uh, the the new Tomax and the new Deathfire. Deathfire super cool, and also everyone's at I-5. Well, Deathfire's three, the other three ships are at five, and Vader's at six, so it's a lot of high initiative too.
0: So for this list, is Deathfire your objective monkey still? Uh, I mean, it can
2: be Juno, it could be Merrick. I don't think I have a specific objective monkey there, but I do like the, the idea of ionizing someone with ion bombs or ion missiles and then dropping a proton bomb after I do some sort of crazy maneuver with that Deathfire. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess you could replace the uh, shield upgrades with afterburners if you want a really fast list, but I like the extra health just yeah. kind of seems like a solid list
0: yeah i don't know on juno with the shield upgrade though to me it would be ftc or fcs uh, ftc uh, fcs that's kinda, like passives i mean i don't know pass i like passives too and that's fine like i think passive could work as well um i don't know <clears throat> it depends on because i guess what do you do with the other six points right Maybe you put Lone Wolf on Juno, Fire Control, Lone Wolf, that's five points. You still got three points. I don't even know what you do then. Yeah, so I guess you don't know.
2: It's <laughs> nice and simple. If you just put the shield right on there.
0: I guess. It just kind of feels bad. He's all, like, Juno's only taking either two dice shots or always taking a target lock, so. Remember, you can yeah.
2: boost, so that really helps. Like Get you out of places or into
0: places. All right. Well, I did not do an empire list. No, No empire for me. Let's go over the YT 2400. So we'll start. All right. We're going to start with scum. That's what we're going to do. We're going to start (laughs) with scum. (laughs) Wait till you see my scum list. You're going to laugh. I did. Because I don't even, I like, I, 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 so here's Dash and here's Lebo, both at seven, only pre-builds. Um, makes zero sense why you can have a six-point Rebel Lebo and not a six-point Scum. I, I don't get it. I and This was going to be... I was going to do a What turns My Dial segment this week, but then I just decided that maybe I'll save it for next week, but I'll probably just get pissed off and z- complain about it anyway. I don't understand what AMG has against... Against scum, and they like might unironically just don't like. They might just unironically hate scum. <laughs> yeah, and like I get dash at seven, whatever. I, fine, I don't like. I don't in in scum they could have given dash at six points and it wouldn't matter because it, it it would have at least given some competition to some of the big points or bigger ships, but I just do not understand lebo at seven like i, I thought this would um <laughs> i thought that leap <laughs> i thought that lebo came in at um six points and that was fine um some people wanted him at five i thought five would be a uh, pretty broken um we played lebo last week and i'll be honest with you at five points in scum it would be an auto include. There would not be any conversation. You would never think of another five point ship that you would take over Lebo at five points. I Still mean,
2: rather a Manaru go over Lebo. Okay, whatever.
0: Everybody but Alex, he would be the only one.
2: A lot of people would take Tarak too.
0: Ugh, oh my God. They're not. Nope.
2: Well, that's about the only five point ships in Scum. So yeah.
0: I don't think you would take that. A five point Lebo is really, really good. Like, I wouldn't put him in my Scum list. I'd rather a Manaru everybody but alex alex is the only person that would not take a five-point leap i
1: would take a five-point but yeah, i think he he would be he would definitely be a contender for that spot and i would actually probably make space for a five-point levo. my my only thing though is that we're still contending with scum becoming like the only large base faction <laughs> like that's pretty much like the the main thing that you run in scum is like larger medium bases like that that's about it like um scum definitely needs help i mean i i'm kind of disappointed to see these costs it's so high um but and at the same time i'm like you know you can if you're gonna put lebo at seven points give them a uh i mean I wish that we had a custom version of Lebo, number one, and number two, a version of Lebo that actually has a crew slot work can put some fun crew on him, so that way he can be viable. Because um, at the end of the day, it's a seven point I three that has to um, take shots after everybody else. So
0: it's it, it's
2: tough. And stay retail.
0: far away from everyone.
2: Yeah, and stay far away.
0: Yeah, and not
2: play the objectives. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So. Now the so, only thing I can see why Lebo would be seven is that they didn't want to do Lebo and two fire sprays. But like I, I don't know, you could do Dangar and two fire sprays, and that's not lighting anything up.
0: Nope, you could definitely do Lebo and two fire sprays, and you we would still be in the gold. Um, so and a little sidetrack as Greg was saying, giants sc- Giants are the scum of the NFL now. So just so that is the <laughs> new slogan for Planning Face Syndicate. The Giants suck, and and Greg, <laughs> I would highly encourage you to wager a bet against JJ, because if, if, at this point he's losing, and he I gotta get him a I gotta get him a Lions shirt or something that he's gotta wear every day, and then um, and then uh you can bet whatever team you want, and then JJ will take your bet, and then JJ will have to wear two teams, like for a whole year. <laughs> It'll just be like a whole year of him looking like he hates the giants did lose it, to the lions they did lose to the lions yes and the, here well, here alex you want to know what the best part is i don't have cable so i can't watch it right and so i was like i'm not gonna go to a bar because i don't like football that much um you know to watch it and so jj's texting me he's texting me about how good giants are doing how good and then then all of a sudden he stops texting me and i was like i don't know why well, I figured it out pretty quickly. I All I had to do was look up the score about a half hour later. And I was like, hey, it looks like the Lions are uh, are tied with you now or winning by one. <laughs> oh, wait, the Lions are now winning by four? Like, what the hell?
2: Hey, we did go 4-0 that one season we won 0-16. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care.
0: I won the bet, and JJ has to wear Lions gear. So that's all that matters wish should start a fundraiser to have jj only wear lions here yeah. for a whole year <laughs> like somebody oh, can buy jj like a set of lions underwear and um jj nothing can wrong do- with rocking a megatron jersey yeah i actually have one so i actually have one. i don't know if it fits anymore but i do have one you got an dominican one oh, all dear. right
1: look let, let's take a look at the rebel list now <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, I'm no, no, still no, upset no, about no, no. scum.
0: We're gonna no, we're we're gonna do scum list now. Okay, That's what go. we're gonna do. So I can't believe he's seven points.
2: I can't believe both of them are seven points. It'd be slightly more reasonable if like Lebo wasn't six points in rebels. Like if they just kept that consistent. Yeah, but i I don't I don't see the reasoning behind that other than that maybe they were worried about two fire sprays in lebo because like there's nothing i I can't think of anything else
0: i mean i don't even know if dash would be broken at six points
2: i don't i don't like dash's ability in the the standardized version of it i don't think it's particularly good so all right alex what is your list okay so i went with three i5s and afra uh i went with lima with plasma torps r4b11 my favorite loadout. Uh, Dirge with Proton Cannons, Contraband, and Fearless. Uh, Dash Rendar. And then Dr. Afro with Rook Cast, Han Solo Gunner, and Babu. And I feel like if you just put Dash right next to Afra, people are gonna have a hard time getting to Dash. Because <laughs> there's a giant ship in the way. And yeah. also that I mean that Rook cast, Han Solo is a really strong combo if you're looking for hits because you roll up with a Reinforce, you have Babu so it can't get jammed off, then you do your Han Solo action when you activate, it's a right action, you take the Strength brook and then shoot with double mods, a really strong double mod where you can change a uh, either a focus
0: or a blank to a hit. And you chose Dash over Lebo just because... You Dash is an I-5. And I5? there's two other
2: I-5s in that list. Also, I guess there's a minor thing that you can use Dash's ability to... Uh, that, never mind. It's not worth it. <laughs> but you can do, like, a, you can, I don't know, lock with seeker missiles. Shoot with the seeker missiles, maybe not spend the lock, and then use the lock to re-roll their dice on the Plasma torp with R4B-11 so there's a little bit of synergy there
0: yeah i mean in legal crew in my opinion isn't really broken either because legal crew just lets you repair uh you know damage cards but you got to get the damn damage cards first before you can do yeah. anything yeah and at exactly. that point you're down to six hole so if somebody wants to burn you down at six hole you're probably not you're probably gonna have a hard time living if they focus fire on you
2: yeah i think the main thing is just screening uh, dash with afra just uh to really difficult to get people in their way i mean ideally yeah. you have obstacles on one side afra on the other you can go through the obstacles if you really need to um and then um you know if afra dies you, you get a reinforced token which is kind of funny so with dash's ability with the mercenary
0: gotcha all right. JJ, what is your list and why do you have an escape craft? <laughs> is this really is that your coordinator? You put an escape craft in as a oh, coordinator? Yes.
1: No. You can no.
2: also use that ability. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was gonna go for. So um, so I'll read down the list here. So I got the standard loadout dash uh, with the outer rim pioneer with march stable closure and tack officer. And we'll come back to that in a second. Uh then we got uh Dirge and Cad Bane in the world class starfighter, uh, Dirge with Proton Cannons, uh Contraband and Engine Upgrade, Cad Bane with Sync Laser, Dead Men Switch, Lots Razi in the title, and then to round off the list, boss with Esper handling and marksmanship. Now um, Dash's ability, um, especially with Outrider title, you know, he wants to go through those obstacles and um, and you know, be, do Dash things with his ability. Outer Rim Pioneer wants to be close to Dash um, in order to allow Dash to uh, shoot off of obstacles, so this is another list where you want to break in gas clouds. Um, so that way, dash can um, can overlap them uh, without suffering any uh, any potential damage. You do run the risk of getting ionized, um, but it's a one in chance. Um, Out of run pioneer, just lets dash be able to shoot off of that gas cloud and um, and do some some damages there. Um, put, and without Rider being able to have that passive juke ability, uh, shooting through an obstacle. Um, you can really set yourself up to allow the rest of your list to go in there and do some damage on your intended target there. Um, works really good with Dirge as well, especially if you are like focusing firing with Dirge and Dash, uh, just being able to soften up a target first with Dirge and then allow that Juke ability with Dash to potentially finish off or seriously injure uh, a an enemy ship. You can uh, really set yourself up for, for having a really good um like attack uh for your list there
0: i would say i do not like your cad bane but that's just my opinion and i don't like the dirge with the engine upgrade either but that's just my opinion too
1: yeah it just the reason why i had him with engine upgrade is because i want um i I want to set him up properly without uh stressing him out um especially if i'm sending him out at flank uh to essentially Converge because most people when they look at this list, they'll probably try to go after Dash to get that range one um to like reduce his agility and his attack. Um and if that's the case, I can pincer with uh with with dirge and being able to do that with engine upgrade, um, especially if I if I know I'm not gonna have a shot with him, um, just allows him to still have an open dial the following turn without having to worry about the stress.
2: Cad main with Razi that's not IGD. If you're using sync laser cannons. Uh I, I like Laz, uh Lots Razi a lot. Um
1: sync laser cannon just basically opens up the range for, for Cad Bane to uh potentially pass off the stress uh from from his linked action over to somebody else and then particularly somebody who's gonna shoot at Cad Bane. Um, so that way he can uh, turn that stress into an evade with Lots, Um it's a it's a nice little combo there between the two that I think um could potentially work out and be be pretty
2: decent. I invented that combo, okay. <laughs> I yeah, don't I know I just like IGD if I'm running sync laser cannons. And I'm I'm paying homage to that man. It's a really <laughs> good combo, bro. <laughs> that just extra calculate token, just a double calculate token with IGD for sync laser means you can actually use yeah, deny sync range for the deny the range. Yeah, yeah. No, at I, I four, yeah, maybe. I I don't know how often you'll be doing it with uh with that initiative but you just flank with cad bane yeah with with some laser cannons also if you really want you could mercenary like or not mercenary use dash's ability if you like hit a gas cloud pass the ion token to cad bane and then he can hit someone and pass them the ion cannon the ion (laughs) token yeah which is hilarious to me i wouldn't try to go for it but you can
0: yeah all right my list is more of a for fun list but it yeah, i don't know it's uh it's tanner's for fun list how about that so i have dace with ahsoka dead man switch moldy crawl i chose lebo because if it was six points i would be excited and I'm just not excited at seven but whatever um i then have Leighton narshaw with ion cannon fearless uh cad bane uh, with marksmanship, protons, contraband, Xanadu blood, and lots, and then Bosk with expert handling and marksmanship. So there isn't like a huge, um, yeah, <laughs> a huge idea here. You could swap out and put ion cannons on Cad Bane too if you really wanted. Um, I don't know why you would. The idea is essentially that you have Leighton Ashaw come in, can Ionize, um, do stupid things to keep you in place. Um, I wish I could afford to put Ahsoka and Ion bombs on Dace. You just can't. That's a really sad thing. Um, And I don't know. I mean, you guys tell me if, like, because they don't get a turret spot, right? So I can't take, you know, an Ion cannon with her so i really wish i could that would be nice just to take an ion cannon but you can't do that either so and you know what we need we need a dead man switch that ionizes you there you go that's what i want somebody give me a new upgrade that's two points that when you die it ionizes you and you're dead there that's like so an
2: emp switch there you, you dead go man or what dead part man's part? emp or yes. like a chopper a chopper emp no, I like, um, I actually do like the Ahsoka and Dace one-arms. Zach's been running that for a while. It's pretty useful. Um, it's really good for, like, alpha strikey kind of things. They did it with, like, Sarasu, and then just get a double-modded, like a pulse or um, Threat Tracers or something like that to set up the rest of his list. Um, And Dace can theoretically just move after every
0: single person on his list. Yes, that's that's kind of the idea, right? You know? That's kind of like, let's bait him with Dace and hope Dace doesn't die. <laughs> that's really it. That's, that's really it.
2: It does um, allow Lebo to take a focus action too, which is kind of funny to me.
0: Yes. So Lebo can take a focus, though Lebo doesn't always want to take a focus because Lebo gets two calculates and then this Lebo. So I guess we never went over what this Lebo does differently, but this Lebo essentially gets the two calculates and then at the end of the turn can spend one calculate to take a target lock for next turn. So, um, you can essentially point your arcs out the side, seeker missiles in the front. Um, and you can be kind of a weird Han Solo for seven points. <laughs> That's just, I don't uh, know. Is, Han Solo is cheaper than Lebo for Christ's sake, you know?
2: It is a lock on an enemy ship at range two to three. It is a choir, so you can still do it, like, you know, it's not an action, but it is at range two to three specifically yeah also for some reason lebo has target lock link red rotate yep for, it's really good so you can that's do it. that
0: that is really 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 good i like that a lot um I, so
2: I, I would never see the use for it um because usually you just put your arcs out to the side right it's like Han Solo or any large base double arc ship yeah. mm-hmm. and these things have one hards, and that's super good for that yeah absolutely
0: I don't know. It depends. I will tell you it was useful. It was useful when we played on Monday with it. So, um, I don't think it's probably a one use, type thing. but I still think it's useful. It allows you to essentially cause you're the I three. If you misjudge or something like that, you can do a crazy maneuver and then essentially get your block. Now I will warn you, you're stressed. So you're doing a one to two bank after that. <laughs> so, um, Hope the guys are far away from people. Blue. It's just one bank blue.
2: Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean it's better to have it than not have it. It's just kind of really random that he has it.
0: Yeah, we 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 assume that it was a miss a miscalculation, but I don't know. So I mean,
2: other standard loadout cards like that Jonas, that's five points, has a white reload instead of a red
0: reload. They change it up. True.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So that was kind of my list. Essentially, it's just. Kind of a all low initiative um, type list that hope doesn't die and can try to ionize you. But I think if you go all in on the ionizing piece, it doesn't work, but Dace being able to move last does allow for Dace to be able to use the Ahsoka coordinate um, to people behind them. So it's to it, like after having fly, flown Kanan, now that you have Moldy Crow, like, Oh my gosh. Like this is like really good. Like that shit for four points is really good. Because yeah, you can actually add things now. Yeah, like and I don't have to worry about where my turret is specifically pointed all the time either because I got, you know, the front arc. So And you
2: hold focuses.
0: Yeah, and you get the whole focuses and you're kind of immune to jam a little bit. Um and you're giving the focus away. So
2: And his ability <laughs> it doesn't have to be with an arc. So it's just yep, all
0: around. A solid piece. Yep, I would challenge people and say, "Hey, can we figure out a way to run like to create an ion list to maximize dace? Would be fun. I just don't know if it's like. Give me a couple of the bombers from Empire <laughs> no, no, like, no. and ion can I
2: can I cannon, unlike Sarasu. <laughs> Could do She's that five.
0: Sarasu's five. No, Sarasu's four. I thought. I mean,
2: like initiative five. Oh, yeah, four four points. Initiative five. You Still can it just... ion cannon and HLC. Yeah, you could do that if you wanted. Just both for some reason. Actually, no, you have Ahsoka. Probably just do Magpulse and Lion Cannon. Full control.
0: All right. So we're going to move back to Rebels. All right. So the notable here is Wild Space Frigate, Dash, and Lebo. Non standard loadout, old cards are all banned so i think they were banned before or if they weren't banned extended extended, now they're officially uh banned you cannot run them in anything except for the nickel city tournament which maybe somebody will run lebo i don't know i'm bringing wild
2: space fringer baby
0: (laughs) why would you do that over why would you it has an illicit slot and a missile slot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so bad. you could run you could run dead bands and um i don't know and, what, and then you maxed out your band loadout
2: band. value of seven
0: boom <laughs> sold baby uh anyway so then you have lebo coming in as standard loadout at six and the build your own at six with 16 points but notably no crew slot also, notably, does have the spot to get the title, though, so you can still get a title, unlike these damn Hawks. You can still get a title on either ship. Um. Anyway, so it has two elicits, one mod slot, a missile slot, and it, it does have a talent slot, which is nice to see on an I-3. Usually, we have not been seeing a lot of that. Um, yeah. Definitely. But he is the robot with wisdom for the ages. I don't know, so... <laughs> then we have dash coming in at seven points for your standard loadout and seven points for your build your own with 20 points which i actually think is pretty that's 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 pretty good you came in close to what um you can get in those uh falcons so you get a title two illicit slots one mod slot You get a crew slot with, for one more point, somehow you get a crew slot now that you couldn't have on the other one, a missile slot and a talent slot.
2: Yeah, my assumption is that the Lebo doesn't have that crew slot, specifically only because C-3PO.
0: I would assume so too. Which is a
2: little frustrating yeah definitely
1: it's sad not to see uh 3po lebo um combo uh for for this particular ship uh especially since it's so susceptible to lose its um it's it's bonus at range uh one so yeah it's and it only an gets one calculate token yeah exactly. you know, like the standard loadout so it's even more rough yeah and it gets it's very easily jammed as well like the only way to really make it viable in rebels right now is if you run a ship that has Uh, k2so crew um, that Mm -hmm. can at least pass over it calculate token early but then that restricts Lipo's dial and his actions uh to to really make him effective at attacking
0: all right jj what did you build for us so i i went back
1: and forth on this one um mainly because i i can't really decide how i want to build out um the custom dash as of yet so i went with the standard loadout dash uh that has ezra bridger with k2so crew tactical scrambler knight brother title and H- harrison doula uh then we have boy luke with instinctive aim uh proton torpedoes attack speed and then sabine rend with lone wolf uh, to round off the list now essentially um i'm using ezra as that interference piece that can help Um, block the lane for Dash while Dash is able to get around and take shots from the rear uh, to help him um, essentially try to take out as many targets as possible from range. Um, And then the rest of the list uh, can help contain at close range. Uh, Luke with his instinctive aim, proton torpedoes, and Ezra being able to shoot at uh, at close range as well with that gauntlet. harrison Dula being able to allow a lot of flexibility out of Ezra, um, even while he's stressed to be able to uh turn around um and engage or keep engagement and time on target on different uh on the same ships and still have the mod uh while he's stressed to modify multiple dice and of course my brother uh the night brother title to provide him with a token as well. Um so definitely a lot of synergy in that and just kind to and kind of like Area denying uh, by using that big body and taking advantage of that and um, and just try to take out ships from
3: that way.
0: All right. Alex, what did you build? Uh,
2: I brought a little bit of an interesting list. Uh, I went with customizable dash. I went with as much offense as we can get. I would trick shot, Ursa, overtuned, raid cargo, and a blade of blading in the title. Uh, Boy Luke, because he's the best rebel piece. Uh, Saw Guerrera with hopeful. Magva, the child, rigged cargo is actually quite hilarious. If people, like, one, you could have rigged cargo, so you can have more stuff out there. Uh, he should also have FCS. I don't know why it's only built up to the, 16, the, the that many points. Um, yeah. He's he only allowed
0: cargo. to have 20? It's 18. Oh, oh,
2: oh, I see. Yep. Yeah, he should have FCS on there, too. Um, You have rigged, so you can add more things out there. Same with Dash. You have Magva, so they shoot you and hit you, you get a lock on them. Uh, The child, anytime they shoot you, they reacquire it, which means Dash gets a lock on you with Ursa Ren, which is quite funny. Um, Or it doesn't have to be the same person with you just be whoever you want. And also, I got Keo in there with Juke because three points. I Makes sense. It, I try to go maximum damage here.
0: You want to go maximum damage, and how do I add bigger obstacles onto the board to be a dick?
2: Yeah, and then you know you got essentially a Juke with the Outrider title, and then Kyo's got Juke. So,
1: so I was actually toying with a version of your list like that of uh, trying to get out like you know rig cargo shoots and stuff uh, to allow more obstacles for Dash. Um, and then at the same time, I was considering just going with the Notorious route with Dash, um, with, along with uh, Rick Cargo Shoot. Um, for those of you who don't know, if you do land on a Rick Cargo Shoot, uh, you do give a strain to the opponent, and they also roll for stress if they overlap that. Um, Notorious does work with Dash um, in that way that if you're able to land that Rick Cargo Shoot on that opponent, um, you can still take advantage of that strain reroll uh, with Dash and it gives them a passive mod that way um so but at the same time it also really strips down dash to very basic stuff um i mean yeah you can still have a bladed plating on them um but uh you're you're sacrificing a lot of your crew space and everything else in order to like make that combo work
0: all right i gotta say though
1: I'm sorry, I I do got to say the child and I got this from Greg from Nickel City, the child is definitely something worth considering, especially if you're running gas clouds, uh, because if you can have Dash on a gas cloud, and they're shooting at you with the child, um, they can not acquire locks on you, um, because the gas cloud prevents them from being able to acquire those locks. So child is definitely an upgrade that Dash could probably be stapled to uh, reliably if you're running those gas clouds.
2: I just, uh, for this one, you know, Ursa, and put the child somewhere else.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Alright, well, I went a little bit different route than y'all did. Um, I chose a three-ship list um, only because I didn't feel like taking Han and making Han two other things, because I just don't think it works as well, but you could take Han, and Han could become um, Luke and um, Sabine. Han could become Keo and some four point gavin or Cornhorn or something like that if you wanted if west was four points i would put west in there west sadly is not four points um and i did alter lando i think i know we had a lando discussion <laughs> before like six months ago but um i wanted to try something different um so i have lebo with notorious contraband munitions fail safe and Homie Missiles, the Homie Missiles are 100%, like, just, it, they could be anything else. You could make them Concussion Missiles. Um, I thought Magpulse seemed dumb to put there, um, personally, uh, just because you're an I-3. But you could put Magpulse if you wanted. Um, then I have Lando. I gave Lando Neonub so that Lando's ability will trigger more often. Trick shot, Engine Upgrade, and Ezra. And then I gave Lando the title because I don't know when you have two Falcons if you give the title to one or the other. You, you give it to Lando. I, I assume so, but I just didn't know. Um and then Han just has Chopper Bistan up your engine upgrade and um perceptic copilot. On the Lando, I think you could you could make the decision you don't want engine upgrade, but I really think you need it. Like I just I don't know. I just I think with those falcons it just becomes a little bit more necessary. But Lando's ability allows you to have the, um, you know, the fun extra action you can kind of, <laughs> so you can give lebo the target lock and lebo can then have a calculate, right? And lebo can spend his calculate if he wants on defense and still get it another calculate back. Um, so it's like kind of a reoccurring force mod if you have it. Um, but then you can also have the homie missile target lock. Um, I put the homie missiles on there only because I thought it was Mimi. Um, again, I don't really think that they're probably that good. I mean, who's going to let Lebo roll four dice? Like, who's going to do that? But if you do have Lando and Han shooting something and you do have that target lock at the end with Lebo, I think it could possibly be a good one. So then I was like, all right, well, what if I don't want to put Han in here and I just want a four-ship list, which is probably the smarter one that you just put Sabine and Luke in there. Um, You could change up Lando's to Perceptive Copilot Bistan. Um, The Ezra Gunner gives you the ability to spend the force to double-tap, right? Or it gives the Lando the soft mod. I think in this list, you give yourself Bistan. (laughs) Perceptive, personally, that's you can't do that when you run Han, but I think when you're just running just the one, I, I, I sadly think you go back to that. Um, though you do lose your engine upgrade. I will say that. So, yeah, but it's not as important. I think if you're putting two other ships in there, Lando is essentially your support ship. Um, and then if they, if they want to be stupid, you can be double modded. With, with lando so ignore lando lando will punish you that's just lando can have two focuses in target lock lando can have two focuses and a boost and the boost isn't as important because now you have one banks and three banks that are blue so
2: it also a double focus evade that he
0: gets to re-roll yep you could do that too if you want if you want the evade for the reroll. so um and then, you know, again, I left the same build for uh, Lebo, but again, you can you can sub out and put concussion missiles. They're probably the smarter bit if you're going to put something in there. Um, you really, I don't know if you really want clusters on Lebo, to be honest with you, because then you got to be close. And that leaves you with Magpult, um, Ion missiles, which, eh, I, again, I'm not sold on Ion missiles. Ion torpedoes, if you could run it, would be good. Yeah. But whatever, I mean... So that's kind of why I, I the homie missile I swear to God is just a meme mean, mean thing, um, it's just a, for fun. But with four ships, the that the the homie missiles might be more beneficial. How about that? So
2: for the three point, um, or it's not three point three ship list. You can scrap Ezra because you're kind of already getting two ashes to Orlando and you can put in like K two S O which would help a lot with Lebo if you're kind of slow-rolling him. But you can also have, like, trick shot, K2SO, False Transponders, Agile Gunner.
0: Yep. Which
2: is uh, uh, a thought.
0: Yeah, I think the Double Falcon is weird with it. Like, just honestly, it's just weird. It's just, it's like when somebody goes, well, you got seven points, why wouldn't you just put Han in there? And it's like, yeah, I know, I know. Like, Han's really good, but... With Lebo, I want Lando. I just that's who I want with Lebo. Is I want Lando with Lebo because otherwise Lebo's doing nothing but taking a calculate token every round. That's it. You can't you can't rotate your arc. You can't shoot a missile. You can't do anything. So if you don't have some sort of coordination, and I think for, I know you could probably get a better coordinator if you really wanted it, but I feel I feel in this meta the Lando is, and maybe this is a slept on thing but i think lando is slept on and with lebo i think it's kind of i think if you're gonna run lebo lando is a huge is a good companion for lebo and it leaves you seven points to do whatever the hell you want with
2: i love lando so much i know you do when when han goes up people are gonna be like oh god lando's busted at seven yeah definitely Mm mm-hmm even without the double tapest, and if that goes up too, it's just, uh, Lando's super, super good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just I, go ahead, CJ. No,
1: as I was gonna say, I mean, and you know, you could have the potential to double tap with Lando. Um, you just have to basically get yourself sandwiched by you know, opponents on either side, which is yeah, not if recommended you're,
2: if you're doing <laughs> that, your opponent's winning. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, the object is to not do that um but yeah i mean you you do have a a high ceiling potential for this list to essentially get five shots off um a a turn and um and do some some pretty good stuff there um however when it comes to the objective race it is tough to um to really compete with objectives specifically with like salvage um scramble maybe i mean han can still grab an objective and then uh with you know chopper if he gets bumped and then still have bonds with uh with his ability uh lando less so um but with lebo i mean you're you're again just trying to to keep your distance and take shots and that's where you're going to be the most effective so typically you're going to shy away from objectives um although i mean with Lebo on the list when you're considering scramble for instance is this one of those times where you consider actually putting the objective that you have to place all the way on the far end of your opponent's side and just have Lebo race over to that
2: side no sorry I'm still hung up on the chopper crew you know you you can't take that action when you're bombed because you skip your perform action stuff with chopper crew like when you oh, bomb yeah, you skip fair, perform actions so you still don't
1: well i mean yeah yeah fair i mean you could use like a reposition and then a red focus yeah
2: all okay, right yeah no it was just like that that tripped me up for a second yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I was thinking of two things at the same time but yeah you're right no i'm not sure what you do with objectives in, the, in that kind of list yeah i think you just try to kill as many people as you can right and it's good for assault Yeah, exactly.
0: All right. Well, let's move on and go to our pattern analyzer segment to analyze some store champs. Tonight for our pattern analyzer segment, the store champs that we're going to look at we're gonna have a few of them. We're gonna have some Lebos, which this this one I have questions on, um, because I don't understand why they have FTC on Lebo here, but they did make, and we got to a top, you know, top cut essentially with it. But we have our first one from Gamers Guild in Arizona. We had seven people with four and one. Or three and, or I'm sorry, three and one or four and O's essentially make it. The winner is Modest Orange because it's not an apple and it's not a mouse. JJ, what did Modest Orange bring us?
1: So we have a first order list here uh, that uh, we're going to start off with here. We got quick draw with Special Forces Gunner, Pattern Analyzer, Fanatical and Elusive, DT-798 with Fanatical, uh, Scorch with Fanatical and Elusive, Lieutenant Gaelic with HLC, lieutenant uh, Commander Maloris with Magpulse, Warheads, and Midnight with Pattern Analyzer and Fanatical. Uh, definitely a pure offensive-minded uh, list there. I mean, you're pretty much running... Um, uh, all these with, um, with three die uh, for the most part uh, with uh, quick draw being able to shoot uh, DT being able to take that strain for the third die, Scorch being able to take that stress, Gaelic at I5 and a barrel roll can usually reliably get that HLC especially against a large or medium base and uh, Commander Malorus with the Magpulse Warheads uh, to really set up the shots for Gaelic, Scorch, and DT uh, to really punch in there. Um, and Midnight with Pattern Analyzer and Fanatical. Um, I'm really interested in how they used these uh, the ships here, in like, what order, uh, mainly for Midnight, um, only having that Pattern Analyzer and Fanatical. My guess is Midnight probably was the objective monkey in this particular list. And being able to, uh, especially in Scramble, being that I-6 uh, that can go in and uh, contest an objective at that initiative can be very good. Um, but the rest of the list is definitely really good at offense I and mean, is able to burn down ships pretty reliably with their ability.
0: Yeah, I don't like pattern analyzer on Midnight. I, I just, I, but I, you, there's, you, without the missile slot, I guess, what do you do? I mean, is there another three-point ship you can slide in there, really? No, I mean,
1: not for that initiative and for what Midnight can, can potentially offer uh, scenario-wise, yeah.
0: Fair enough. All right, Alex, tell us what Alex Farley brought in his top three and one list. Ah, uh, well,
2: pretty close to what we uh we you built, right? You got Han with uh, a Piston Chopper kind of combo there. Engine upgrade, Perceptive. You got Boy Luke. You got Sabine with Beskar, and you have Lebo, the customizable one. Uh, build your own. The outrider title, a blade of plating, false transponder codes, and notorious. Interesting. They didn't bring something like a contraband dead man kind of combo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but false transponders does allow you to jam kind of early because you're out of three. Or if they are locking you, you tell them no.
0: Yeah, um, I guess I don't. I don't like FTC on Lebo, though. Not for the points value, yeah. I guess.
2: I think if dead man, dead man would be a good call because you are really rough at range 0 and 1. So at least you punish him for doing that. Uh, overtuned might be okay. It gives you a lot of calculates, but then you're going to get strained every single turn.
0: Yeah. like If you don't use your <laughs> so calculate, yeah. you're going to have it. And then you have to clear it. And I don't know. like I don't think Overtune's the way that... I, I think to me... It's contraband, and it's only for when you need to do your stressful maneuver and you can't do a clearing maneuver. Or if that's, you're going
2: through, like, a debris.
0: Yeah. To me, that's the only reason I would see doing that. Um, That's why I put contraband, but that's just because that's what I'm used to with fire sprays, I guess, right? I mean, contraband, dead man switch, I think would make a lot of
2: sense for that kind of Lebo. Yeah. Uh, but it went three and one. So congratulations to someone else with my name.
0: (laughs) All right. Next one. Pastime Games in Illinois. Some people we know, some people we don't know. I don't know some of these people. I will be honest with you. I don't know who CRN is. Um, But they have a Fen list. That's not Boba Fen, but it is a Fen list. JJ... What is the winning list here?
1: So we got Fen here with Burnout Thrusters, Predator, and Lone Wolf. Uh, we got Eman with veteran tail gunner, fentanators, and the child, and then Crisis Trelics with bomber uh, bomblet generator and title, uh salvage, uh Savage uh, Press and Sync Laser Cannons to um to round off this particular what? thing.
0: Oh,
2: that's not the winning list, right? That
1: was just no. second place. Okay. Sorry, yeah. I, I got focused no, it's on the scrum list though. But yeah. <laughs> um
2: can we talk about putting stick laser cannons on Crassus? Yep.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh you just show it off. Yep. I don't understand yeah. it.
0: But
3: yeah, I
1: mean, my if...
2: theory is that they misclicked ion cannon and didn't realize until like the store <laughs> champs already happened. They're like, oh, I guess I have to stick to this list because literally nothing in that list will ever take use of single laser cannons because you have a rear three gun anyways.
1: Yeah, and the funniest thing to <laughs> me is sticking the endressa title and right. then only you know just putting bomblets in there. Like when you could have clearly
2: like dropped something. And marauder yeah exactly marauder exactly and get a re-roll for your same laser cannon right yeah exactly Not that, that's any better than just having a three die gun but andrasa does give you the other bomb slot that's the only way of taking bomblet generator yeah that's but true. i don't know why you put again i they must have just misclicked there's literally no reason for that uh if you had igd crew sure i guess i can kind of understand it because then you get calculates but you don't you have savage I don't get it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's um, like no way to get a calculate in that list. Correct.
2: You are literally bringing sync laser cannons because you want to style on your
0: opponent. I mean, it is cool to be like I'm going to sync laser cannon you and they're yeah. like, "Oh. Oh no." And be like, "It doesn't do anything different." But hey, you know. Right. Why would you want Ion can Okay, I don't know why. I to me this that's not my Trelix build i guess that's just that's not how i would do that but i guess i probably also would run uh cath i think um or like, kashka or kashka yeah just like i don't know
1: yeah like i can understand the use for ion cannon because sometimes if you want to set somebody up who's chasing you so that way you can like drop bombs on them you know there there's that use right for that but beyond that like yeah i mean there there could have been Better investment or points anywhere else, but hey, they went three and one and congrats to them because that is uh that that's definitely a hell of a list to um to definitely make it that far. It's really good.
2: Oh, well, double fire sprays are always really good. I just I mean like literally for Grasses, Why are you even bringing them? Like you can't yeah. shoot HLCs or proton cannons out the back because they're bullseyes. So literally ion cannon tractor beam or jamming beam. All of yeah. which are kind of dubious in their utility.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I would like I said. It, it, my guess is is they wanted one of the eighteen points. But if you, yeah, if, the the cannon. I don't know. They wanted the eighteen points. There you go. Uh,
2: again, you just look at your opponents. And be like, watch me use these things. Laser cannons that have literally no utility in my list.
0: Yeah. All right. So the winner, uh, we've seen this list before, had Vader SSP, Vizier with Pelp. Uh, so this is the JJ version, uh, or the wannabe JJ version. And Major Reimer, this time with Ion Bombs, Barrage Rocket, Saturation Salvo. And Jonas and Bren with both Rockets, and Bomblets, and Saturation Salvo. Nothing new. But there you go, JJ. That's your that could be your list if you want for for Nova next week.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Um it, it has the uh the wrong
0: tomax <laughs> brand. Well, they probably out loud that out out loud it. I don't know how you ever say that one. Yeah, they oh, yeah, uh, Dion true.
2: announced that you could yeah, use the yeah. new stuff for pastimes. That's uh, true, it just yeah. makes
0: it easier because if there's questions, then they don't have to deal with them.
2: That's fair. That's it. Jokes on you, the plot twist JJ is JJ's bringing the starter pack five point to max. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. The sync laser cannons. I, I still, I'm just like, Zach texted me. He's like, please explain this to me. I'm like, well, obviously, <laughs> they just misclicked when they did the list because, like, literally, there's no reason for that.
0: All right. Next one. Coliseum of Comics in Florida. Uh, looks like a Reflex store, and we got some Reflex. We got some Ryan in there. Got some Milky Mans. And then we have Cat. Crispy's sister. Looks like... So this is hilarious, because I saw Crispy playing Aerodome on Greg's stream on Saturday, and he could have been here.
1: crispy <laughs> he's got his invite, man. He, he's, he's good. <laughs>
0: He still gotta go, gotta go. So anyway, uh there was two three and ones and the rest were three and O's Alex, what did airing Andrew Cox spring?
2: Uh, just that standard Padme arcs list. Right? Yeah. Um yeah, with Padme with marksmanship, acid, protons, and then SOC Jag, Oddball, Wolf, and Anakin.
0: Yeah, super fun list, right?
2: (laughs) I mean, as long as you're not like a large base boosting out of Padme's arc.
0: As long as you're not a Han, right? Except for this list can still kill Hans because you don't use Padme to kill Han as much (laughs) you use the arcs.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Uh, it's like a solid list. I'm sure people will eventually realize that you can just shoot arcs and they die. You don't have to shoot Padme. Please don't shoot Padme. That's a trap. (laughs) Yeah, it is.
0: All right. JJ, what did Cat run?
1: Well, Cat Patrick uh definitely had a, a really interesting list here that I've seen uh becoming a little more and more common now, actually, as I've been playing against some scum players. So we got uh Dr. afro with Lando Call Crew, the child BT1, over two modulators, and Babu Frick, Fen Rao with clan training, best car reinforced plating. Afterburners, Dengar with Lone Wolf, Agile Gunner, Contraband, Cybernetics, Punishing 1, and r 5 ph And then to round off the list, Bosk with Marksmanship and Deadband Switch. Really excellent list there. You got the two I6s between Fenral and Dengar. Uh, Dengar being that hammer at I6, just being able to um, definitely do some damage. And Fenral with uh, the clan training Afterburners is really, really good. Uh, to get in there and uh, do a five die shot there afro though afro is really awesome so you can essentially on your turn uh pop over to modulators give yourself three calculates um and then you can uh, use land of car crew to spend those calculates for rerolls on offense or defense as needed and then if you have anything um anything left over for um for tokens you can use bubble frick to get rid of any of the uh strain that uh, that can come in there and rinse and repeat until dr afric is done um, she can also use those calculates to um, assign stress to opponents that are uh, within range of Black Aphra when she engages. And uh, yeah, just that Lando crew uh, efficiency with those calculates makes Afra really, really good to uh, bring out the status effects and makes her accurate on offense as well at I3, uh, particularly after our sh- uh, ship has been taking shots from Fenron, Dengar. It is a, a really nasty list. I like it a lot.
2: Yeah, just remember that you can't pop over tuned if you're already stressed. So Yes, yep. Uh, yeah, actually, I believe Crispy was talking about this particular list in the SCUM, like GSP Discord thing, and that's he's saying that he really likes it a lot, and that's the list that he would run if he was running SCUM. Yeah. I'm a little bit suspect about Deadman Switch and Bosk, but, you know, maybe his opponents don't actually shoot his Bosk. <laughs> yeah. everybody
0: shoots boss gets yeah I,
2: I know which is either hilarious because boss was two points or tragic because you need a boss to do something
0: yeah i like the expert handling better but yeah all right next list is for game i believe it's in san francisco the um the top list is the same three arcs, Padme and uh, Anakin. Um, we don't. I don't think we need to cover cover it because <clears throat> it's literally the same thing we have seen before. But we do have a unique Empire list. Alex, what did Spoonbot or Boot, whichever you want to call them, bring? That is definitely got some ships we don't see all the time. Yes, they brought. Starter Pack Vader. Uh,
2: Fifth Brother with FCS and homing missiles. Still don't like the FCS on that. Who's going to make you roll four dice? Uh, Second Sister with Malice, Marksmanship, Shield Upgrade, and Sensitive Controls. A very um, crit-based ship over there. Interesting on the Sensitive Controls because it is your only Interceptor, so you're not forced to take it. And then you have Major Vermeil, Verme if you're French and pronounce it correctly, um, with ion limiter override, Palpatine, and targeting computer. Uh, I mean, he hits, I mean, yeah. I mean, R- Verme, he hits really well. Um, it's kind of terrifying. But also, at five points, it's, it's kind of a big ask, honestly. Uh, I do like my V ones. And I think they're pretty solid right now. Like 5th Brother is a pretty solid objective monarchy if you need them to be. And 2nd uh, Sister is <laughs> dangerous. Um, just the ability to, you know, if you wanted to, change everything into crits. Or just always have crits with Malice and Marksmanship. <laughs> um, and then the shield upgrade is, is pretty helpful for an Interceptor. But,
1: ooh yeah i think that you know especially when you're you're running in salvage she's going to be that crate uh hunter right you're you're going to use that uh her ability to actively go out against those uh those crate carriers that um that are susceptible to crits um typically anything that's low agility just having the ability to to regularly modify your dice for crits is
2: going to be really really good this whole list is like crit based too right with fifth brother and vader and yeah. uh, you know Verme can shoot last if he wants to. Everyone else is I four, then Vader's at six. So make them run through all their tokens first
0: and hit them really hard. Yep. All right. Next one is from Black Fry in Utah. Now I thought James Ritter was from, for some reason I thought he was overseas, but I guess not because he's obviously here. But I swear to God, he was like over like lived overseas and maybe I'm he, just crazy.
1: He did at one point live in England. So, yeah.
0: OK, like but while he was on GSP, though, right?
1: I'm uh, not sure, but yeah, I know it for a fact that he at least lived in, in England at one point.
0: OK, anyway, here we had um seven. So they had quite a few at this tournament. They had seven. They had six of them were three and one one of them was four and oh and the four and oh list is again just your standard loadout han except for with hopeful an engine upgrade instead of the chopper and then luke sabine and oh there you go lebo baby told you lebo's coming up more false transponder code lebo yep um i don't know i people love their ftc i guess that's just a thing is that just a thing like people just really love it Um, uh
2: transponder codes rig cargo shoot a plate of trick shot lebo okay sounds like a fun time
0: (laughs) so i think this is an interesting list a little bit again it's like the majority of the list we've seen before but with lebo being new i think everybody wants to put lebo on the table and you got to think there is right now, like with these two new ships, there is a little bit of, you know, difference with them. So people got to ask you, what does it do? You're, it's not as easy to plan. Like everybody knows to some extent what Han's going to do because it's Han, right? Han's either going to get you or going to run away and get you, whichever it is. You know, so I think I think there's some surprise to Lebo that might kind of benefit him. And like I said, it just it's, it's a substitute for Chopper, right? You know? Yeah.
1: Now, in you guys' opinion, do you think when you're making a direct comparison between Lebo and Chopper, um, what do you guys favor more? Do you favor the regular 4-die attack from Chopper, or do you favor the more utility that you get out of Lebo? What do you guys think?
2: I am not good at flying VCXs, but I am very good at flying 2400s, so I would take (laughs) Lebo over Chopper by default. Um customizable versus standard loadout lebo i'd have to kind of look at my list see what i want uh but uh, personally yes i would rather take levo um but that's just because i am not i don't fly vcx not my style
0: why it's just kind of like a it's kind of like a y, yv Six, 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 I can't six, do
2: large bases
0: whose blues are the two banks. All right. All right. All right, Alex, what was the runner-up?
2: Dash Rendar. Or, well, this is fifth, right? Not necessarily runner-up.
0: Sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Top this, three
0: in one list I care about.
2: There you go. Dash Rendar with Trick Shot, The Child, The Title, Ablative, and FTC again. Uh, you got Boy Luke. You got Wedge with Marksmanship Crackshot. That's in the A-Wing. Keo with Concussion Missiles Lone Wolf. And then Sabine with Beskar. Uh, They just hot-swapped Lando for Dash. Because that is a very common Han build with all those people. And they're just like, you know what? I'm going to bring 90s Han with Dash Rendar. (laughs) And then do that instead. But also Dash Dash won this event, or uh, no Han won this event, not Dash. So oh, the uh, child I guess makes sense. Ftc makes sense. Trickshot makes sense. Although man, expert handling does have a strong case to be on them because that right, you, you jump a range band when you barrel roll, so you won't be range one anymore if you do it yeah their blues aren't particularly good yeah exactly
0: all right eternal yeah. games in the uk uh had quite a few people too liam took it down with the four and oh list told you uh, jj you should scoop them up nobody listens to me um and then tom beal veal came in second Tom Reed from the Sith Takers, Rick from the Sith Takers, and Richard from the Sith Takers. So this is like a Sith Takers uh, take-all uh, tournament. JJ, what did Liam bring? And so the- he has a very different Von Rick. Yes,
1: yeah, so, so we got a uh, first-order list here. Uh, we'll start off first with uh, Kylo Ren uh, in the Tide Whisper with the Jamming Suite, Malice, Sensor Scramblers, Predator, Concussion Missiles, munitions Failsafe, uh, Midnight with Swarm Tactics, Projudition, Malice with Cluster Missiles, instead of the Magpulse, uh, Whirlwind with the Jamming Suite, Optics, Cluster Missiles, Fanatical, and Marksmanship, and then My- Major Von Reich with Magpuls, warheads, Daredevil, and Swarm Tactics to round off this list. So this feels more like a... I would want to say more of a utility Von Rake because you're basically flying him paired up with Whirlwind for the most part to uh, get the ability off sooner um, or Whirlwind's ability to get all those extra focus tokens for every ship that's in this firing arc. Um, and that way uh, it can shoot off its ordnance or shoot off a, a primary um, a primary shot against an opponent. Um, and then Major Bond rig can help Uh, really set up uh, an attack on a particular opponent uh, with magpulse warheads being able to do that um, that after you know that strain or deplete for a lock onto a ship and then focus and then uh, be able to just take that shot against that opponent and hopefully uh, jam them remove any tokens that they have and then deplete them to neuter their offense um, to help set up the rest of the list to go in after that one particular target that they're trying to take out, um, so it's definitely a, a really interesting take on this. It's something different that we haven't seen, um, for most Von Regs uh, as of late. Um, so I, I do like the synergy for this one.
2: Also, they have Swarm Tactics on Midnight, too, so Whirlwind can mm-hmm. be kind of either by them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've always liked Magpulse on Von Reg, um, just because it's an i6 mag pulse and that's very very useful yeah absolutely
0: yeah i think it's just the swarm tactics is weird to me that's all yeah. i guess daredevil is not but swarm tactics eh? it's europe they love their
2: high initiative i6s and they can just bring four of them in a list
0: Essentially, I, mean, I like that i guess i don't i don't know i don't know it's just it's very weird to me i guess sorry it's just whatever it is i don't know i just my von rag usually dies or i don't run him by anybody to use swarm tactics so i don't know who you're who you're putting by von rag bud the
2: fanatical on whirlwind's kind of interesting
0: yeah you, usually you would expect run you to probably, have enough yeah. focus
2: tokens right
0: yeah but sometimes you don't though, my friend sometimes you don't when you've killed all the other ships, what like and there's only one or two left. I mean, you, that means you only get one or two focus tokens. Come on, Alex. I can just take the focus action, <laughs> and then jam <laughs> them with it too. <laughs> uh, I will say um, this is similar to the list I've been running, except for I don't run concussion missiles, Kylo. Um, I'm a little bit more gutsy and run uh, the predator and just kind of go the you know more naked ish pattern analyzer, Kylo, but because I do, oh, I love I love a three sloop and if you can get if you can get that bullseye lined up and you can do a range two jam, oh man, that's just like it just feels so good, and it's just like yep, middle finger, sorry buddy, sorry sorry, don't mean to do that sorry (laughs) All right, sorry we gotta keep moving, Alex what is the rick cooper resistance list that i chose to talk about even though it's probably very similar to a list we've seen before
2: so uh rick brought zori bliss uh with plasmator four time r4 dorsal It's probably the most common uh zori loadout you see got venisa doza with marksmanship barrage rockets uh which is also i see that fairly frequently you got Jess Pava with M9G8 and Baffle, because you don't want to use her ability more than once a turn. And M9G8 is great. Uh, you have Snap Wexley with HLC and R6D8, the super predator droid. Then you have Ello with Marksmanship, Heroic, and HLC. A pretty hard-hitting uh, list with a couple HLCs. You got a bunch of rerolls, or he's throwing double-modded plasma torps. And Vanessa can barrage rocket out of her ass, and that's funny.
0: I know, and it's funny because when it's Corey Corey did not like when I told him to run Vanessa. He they just thought that that was not that good of a four point ship. And I'm saying I I don't care what anyone says. Like to me, that's it's a great. It's probably not better than you know Snap. I think Snap is probably better because it's a free boost, but it's still really good, and you can just throw missiles out your butt if I'm running Vanessa,
2: it's probably cause I already took Snapjazz and also Elo, So it checks out on this list.
0: I guess, I don't know. I like it. I would, I like this better than Elo personally, but, um, I, I don't just like a too
2: much, but yeah, high fives right now. I don't know. I would take it over like Kai Ali, I guess.
0: Yes. hundred percent over that. I like Vanessa. I actually think Vanessa Doza is another one of those slept on, uh, pilots personally. Um, Inside of Resistance. And it's nice to see a little bit different list, right? You know? I played one um,
2: in Jackson. Yeah. Uh, I never needed those. I could never shoot brush rockets out the butt. Those
0: two, too too stressed. Couldn't do anything. (laughs) They got to give you those calculates, baby. All right. That is it for our pattern analyzer segment. We're going to wrap the show up by talking about Nova. And what you could possibly see, as soon as I can find all my notes from it. It's here somewhere. I know for my friends, it is here somewhere. I just don't know where I put it. Um, But essentially, our goal is to kind of do like a meta analysis, preparing for Nova. We're going to look at current meta highlights and touch on what lists and strategies you will see at the upcoming tournament. Now, to do this, so originally JJ had proposed you all submit some lists. And then we only got like one or two lists. So we're not going to do that. Um. so y'all if, if y'all listen to us on the podcast you should join the discord and submit some lists i know we got listeners out there so if you do like our show like interact give jj some lists i had to do jj's job again because jj put a segment together and then gave me no information to go on so <laughs> i had to build the segment myself from scratch at eight o'clock tonight um so i took it a little different direction and i said hey What if I look at Pattern Analyzer, our good friend, Eek Pear, who built that website. He turned around and said, hey, why don't I give you some more data that you can look at? So I went back and I did not do just the last month. I actually used it and went back since the last points update, which, by the way, as of today, only does recognize or does recognize all the way back till June. So just as an FYI, this is not the points update from last week, Friday. He has not changed the setting on that. So um, that is what we are going to look at. So as you can see, people don't like to submit their lists. Yeah, maybe. So (laughs) there is 480 unknown lists out there. More than every faction but Rebels. Yeah, exactly. Now we could talk about that right cuz like in statistics what we would do with that number is we would look at the percent breakdowns for everything else and then take those and attribute those towards those factions that's that's technically what we would normally do um even if that's kind of a that's how you would get a base level to where you could look at it but for this one i i'm not going to ask him to go make a bunch of changes just for me I should, but I'm not going to ask him to make a bunch of changes. He just had the little Tanner button in there that says this is the way Tanner wants to see it. <laughs> um so we could just kind of ignore that that piece of it, right? Because we know that logically speaking, we know that they're probably all part of it. I will tell you, I'm extremely shocked to see CIS has had less tournament lists than Scum has. So people really like Scum they're over trying.
2: CIS. It's the thrill of can I actually do
0: anything with this odd garbage fraction? Yeah. And dare I tell you that we should take CIS and actually um, have a conversation about list building in CIS because it almost feels like nobody wants to take them. And I don't remember them being this statistically low. But a- anyway. So obviously, you're going to probably see a lot of Rebels. You're going to see a lot of Empire. Um Empire, I would imagine, and Rebels will be higher just because you got new ships. And unless they make a decision, I'm pretty sure you're going to see them. I'm wondering if JJ is going to flip-flop and actually run uh, Rebels now that he can run Leo, Lebo or Dash um, and see if he can get some points scored that way. Um, Does he
1: want to win? No. No, I, I, I firmly believe that if you, I mean, there are very, very few talented people that can just pick up a list and just do very, very well with it. Um, for me, in my case, I I have attempted to do that before, but if I'm playing competitively, I definitely want to be very familiar with the list and give myself plenty of reps uh, because the number one thing that I find when I'm playing a list that I'm not familiar with is that I'm always forgetting their triggers and I want to get it to a point where it becomes a muscle memory for me um, because when it comes to those crucial turns where you absolutely need that ability to trigger you need to be able to remember it because once you get past the chain of abilities that go through and you rush through a game and then you remember it like seven, eight, nine turns later, it's... It- it's too late at that point
2: so um yeah I, I tend to go with what i've what i've practiced so yeah
0: all right i'm also well,
2: assuming you're probably going to see a lot more republic because that's pretty much on the rise as well
0: yes <laughs> yep and i think if i had more time i think we would analyze last month to this month right you know last month to overall because there is i do think there's a difference i just didn't have the time to be honest with you this episode was very tanner intensive um like there was a lot of work that went into this episode, um. So I'll be honest with you, I don't have, I didn't have as much time as I thought I would have, or about this, I didn't plan enough time to go through. But I think you make a good point, Alex, and I do think maybe in our future, like when we look at packs, I think PAX is the next large one coming up. Correct? Uh,
1: Golden State Games, Golden as well? State. Yeah.
0: So when we do our uh, crossroads meta-
2: as well, yeah. Thank you?
0: Yeah. So when we do a a meta analysis, I think that's a good point. And I think you all just need to remind me, and I think we should do that. We should say, Hey, let's look at, let's look at the meta from here to here. And then let's look at the, you know, meta for the last month and see what the difference is. Um, again, I don't think we need a graph to do those two. I could just put them side by side (laughs) and that would be just fine. Um, so now here's where we talk about faction performance, um, faction performance overall, scum is doing the worst out of all of them uh cis we, we have coming in at 49 percent, but f- in fairness cis even only being 6.38 percent of the meta is doing almost as well as empire is just as a f- process thought here and um then after that we have the republic and that's the same republic comes in almost identical to those other factions um actually cis comes in higher no it doesn't i just can't read because i'm looking at the wrong screen anyway <laughs> it's um, very close it's, yeah, very close. it's, it's yeah. all within like less than a point uh and then you have first order rebels and then rebels it makes that big jump you know, to fifty-two percent, but resistance is kicking ass, and that's because of store championships, and this is where we have we don't have time tonight, because I don't want to spend all night doing this. But we need we do need to talk about the difference between large tournaments and store championships, because I think it's store champion I think there's two meta sets here, right? And I think store championship wise, your meta set is um different, and I think that's where we're getting the resistance taking over because this resistance has won quite a few star champs. Now with five T seventies or four four seventies and whatever your last four point ship is. Now the difference though is rebels has higher faction victories than resistance. <laughs> so overall resistance is beating the curve, but in raw faction victories we have rebels on top clearly on top actually even over yeah. empire yeah Definitely. And that's cuz of han so i think if we now, eliminate han that's a different conversation
1: now i i do want to ask this question in, in terms of the the timing for all this right because we do know that during the summer specifically is particularly between july and june is where we had the majority of store championships locals um, all around the world, where, you know, it was, it was summertime. Uh, a lot of people are off and are available to go out to tournaments and stuff. And, you know, people showed up in mass to go play these games. And at that time, you know, we saw the rise of the Han meta uh, for the Rebellion and they were pretty much sweeping across the board uh, for the store champs. Now that have slowed down and we're not seeing as many store championships or uh, world qualifiers, uh, we're starting to see more resistance, or sorry, Republic rather, uh, coming in and winning a little more consistently now. Uh, do you think that if given the same amounts of time um, or at least data with you know uh, available store championships and stuff, would this be a little more even between uh Republic and Rebels? What do you guys think?
2: I think Republic will get tacked against just like how like Han's being tacked against right now. I think it will go out in cycles. But also you say the Han meta, and that like that's because of why it's so good. I think it's Boy Luke, the actual backbone of the Rebels in more lists than Han is what's probably up the faction more. So that yeah, that's is possibly the best five point chip in the game. Yeah. That's fair. I, I think it's just the combo of having Han and the really cheap Luke is what puts them very high up there. But I think that if like you didn't have like a Dan kind of thing, I still think they'd be doing really well because of boy Luke.
0: Yeah. All right and then squad size whatever we don't have to go over squad size <laughs> we all know it's four to five uh let's say. i like i like that originally but now that we're not seeing any variants whatever i guess we have seen four eight ship lists so just so i'll just just thrown this out there four eight ship lists. All right, now we're going to look at the compositions real quick. And essentially what I did is I just chose the top 11, right? And so what this is doing is this is taking a look at what are the most common themed things. Now, let me tell you, we're not going to go over it tonight because I just don't have the time. And we're already almost two hours in. You can actually click on one of the compositions and it will give you the breakdowns of some of the compositions with like all the loadout, all of that. It's really cool. Like so, I'm again. I'm trying not to be super like, "Hey, go support this guy." But if this guy ever puts a Patreon out, for Christ's sake, we should all be donating to this guy because, like, I love this web. This is this is probably my favorite thing out of X-wing. If I if I ever get to the point where I have to sell my collection, I will still like to do the analyzation of X-wing. I I just like it that much. So, anyway, as you can see, um, we have. The 5T70s showing up in the number three slot. And this is just for the, the what I did with the compositions is I didn't care about win rates. I didn't care about any of that stuff specifically. I just said, how many bloody times has this ship count been taken? Um, and again, I think in the future, we need to look at the difference between the two. But Alex, to answer your question, you can see where the Padme list is number four already. Mm-hmm. Like that's number four. I think that's pretty good, right? That's a pretty, that's, that's definitely something that we should be like, that's over the course of two and a half months, three months, almost. God, it's the end of August. Is it? Yep. Yeah. I hate my yep. life. Um, I mean, we get old fast. Don't we? anyway, sorry. Now I'm sidetracked. <laughs> um, sorry. So this had 207 tournaments, almost 3000 squads, and out of those 3,000, we are essentially seeing the number one combo is a Fang, a YT 1300, an A Wing, and Luke. Because let's not lie and say it's any other ship than Luke. Oh, <laughs> in, it's in also Han part.
2: and also Fenn. <laughs> oh,
0: all right, all right. No, it could be Bodica. It could be Bodica. Bodica is significantly less than Fenn. Yeah, you think so? Yeah.
2: All right, yeah, we all actually right. uh just had my latest episode on Bestman Bench talked about all this kind of stuff, and Fenn was a shockingly higher amount than Bodica was. Wow. Which yeah. was yeah, that was kind of weird to me, but I, I mean, guess it makes... it makes sense. If you're running four ships, you don't want to bring Bodica.
0: Well, if you're running four ships too, right? You don't have to then run Hera specifically to to just swarm tactics. <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't six. be doing
2: that anyways, but yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but that gives you the option to run Keel. Uh, Anyway, so there you go. The next one is Han, two A-Wings, an X-Wing, or Luke, and Sabine. We all know that one. Um, And then three T-70s, then the Padme arc list, then we have Vader and Bombers. bombers. (laughs) Um, And then, surprisingly enough, we've got either Ray and Poe, and... 3T70s, so that's interesting. I We have not seen that a lot in locals, maybe just because Corey stopped running it, but... Uh, Matt runs his list, actually. Uh, it
2: is also almost exactly split between Poe and Ray, which is crazy to me,
0: too. Yeah, because I think Poe's the clear winner in
2: that one. Uh, I mean, Ray outputs a lot of damage. Um, So, like, if i mean. If you have, it's probably, it's usually like Nan Nub, um, Elo, and Snap Wexley. So usually it's like if, if you're going for a lot of damage, uh, Ray fits better. But
0: I mean, Poe's it's, it's still stupid good. Poe just does whatever he wants. Yeah. Poe's insanely good value. For anyway, let's move on. Uh, then after that, we have Kylo <laughs> and then um, two SFs and two. Blackout ties blackout yeah, out how was it how's number seven blackout that's not a silencer
2: yeah that's a whisper sorry I thought you were talking about another one
0: my mistake no, no. number ten is got blackout in it yes yes
2: yeah,
0: yeah um which that one's a fun list to run to by the way sorry, except for I'm symbols confused way <laughs> i'm I'm I get caught in the trap of when I run blackout that I like to get the you know trick shot piece off uh, anyway so I again you're sidetracking me Buddy, um, so after that, we have another FO list with Von Reggae in it. Then we have two fire sprays and a rogue, but not, but in scum. This is scum. Somehow, more people are taking two fire sprays and a rogue and scum than anything else. It has a 60% win rate, too. yeah. I mean, I think
2: boba and kashka and dirge right i think that's actually messed up i think it's it, it accounts for both cis and uh scum okay because like oh, that's fair yeah that's fair i have
0: never seen anybody in scum run that like you just i've not seen that happen ever yeah. ever 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 like you could run dirge hondo <laughs> <laughs> all right don't do that that's not good sorry let's just You got to keep moving. Keep moving, Chris. Uh, The next one is the blackout Kylo and an SF and and two um, ties. And then beating out Nick Sperry squad baby is a Reaper, a Vader and three bombers. Look at that. Look at that. Where's Nick Sperry when you need him? (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, that was an earful. So then, what I did is I turned it around and put it based on win rate, right? And I figure I can't cross-examine the, these two per se, like in the same graph. But if you take it and you say, okay, well, what's what's my win win rate here, right? Resistance, <laughs> this hands down only is only one four, but a the win rate on it is really high. So this one is where I kind of go. I don't know, like if any of these are. Really a viable discussion piece, um, because you're sorting by win rate percentage versus you know ship you know list unique count, um, but it's interesting to see up there the HMP, the Rogue, the Fire Spray, and the Grievous.
2: Um. So the count is games, or is how many times different tournaments? Because I thought it was like games, and someone just won four and zero at a tournament with that. No,
0: it, the count is how many lists it hit ha, lists have shown up. Okay, so it's shown up four times. Um, but it has a very high win rate. So, um, so I threw this in there because I thought this is interesting because <laughs> whatever I'm assuming that's Chewy. Is that Chewy? Yeah, Chewy. Yeah. Right? Like that list has a very high win rate. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Um
2: hold on. That can be Poe or Ray. Can it do yeah, the two T seventies or four points. Okay. With bb eight, that's 10. And you can put a three point Oh
3: yeah, good.
2: Okay. Yeah, good call. I mean uh- well, I
0: replaced it with an A wing instead of Y Wing. So yeah, I would too, but all right, so let's skip down to pilots. Here is your pilot by most times taken. Alex, who's the number one pilot that you predicted earlier? Because you probably looked at the sheet.
2: I just did an episode on this, but yeah, said so that. Boy, Luke. Um, High on Han by 60 counts.
0: Um All right, I think you're, you're breaking up there.
2: Three are Rebels. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Boy, are Luke. Can you hear yeah. me now?
0: Is it working? No? Yeah, yeah. you're going yeah, in yeah. and out. Sure. Um, so, yeah, so we have Boy Luke, Han, Sabine, all taking the top spot there. Then, not surprising, is Alex's least favorite T70, Ello. But, Corey, you'd be great to know Ello is like the fourth most run ship since <laughs> the points changed. That's crazy to me. Over Temin. Over Temin. Who's taking Ello? Corey's. Never mind, It's an, it's I-5, an, I-5. So it's an I five. So literally I-5. everyone,
2: is, he's in 90% of resistance lists. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. And like, only I'm bringing that number down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the only one saying, screw this. I'm not running that. <laughs> I have Lulo. I don't need L.O.
3: Ugh.
0: Um, and then Keo, Tomex, Bren, and I don't think Tomex, Bren's going anywhere. Malaris. That's, that's easy. Reimer is a little surprising, but not super surprising. Um, Oddball, obviously, Wedge, Kylo, Vader, Temin, Wolf, Bodica, Jonas, Midnight, Dirge, <laughs> the CIS. Because why not, right? Um, I think that's that's a given. Slider, the double fens. Um, I don't know which one is which. I'm assuming the top one is the normal fen, but. Um. I think the
2: rebel fen has brought more than scum fen.
0: but not by much, right? Just right. by yeah, three, pretty close. Yeah. But but pretty close that's pretty close, buddy.
2: Sad. People <laughs> love
0: Fen, man. I
2: don't know. Sure, I just like you're trying to build a whole faction around him, and you just bring him in rebels and do better.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's what Zach's doing now is bringing him in rebels because he's pissed off about the skull. Um. So anyway. So the last piece of this, and then we'll wrap up, is just kind of your guys's last thoughts. Um, to me, the strategy is is you gotta if you want to tech against something and you don't want to run, so you have two options. You can run what's popular. You can also run something to tech against those lists. And I don't know if there's something that will tech against both lists. I do know that you could tech against arcs pretty easily, and you could tech against Han. But doing both in one, I don't I've not seen a list that does that um, list. your list. All right. <laughs> um, well, JJ, how do you feel about running Alex's list instead for uh, Nova?
1: Hey, if I if I get my invite, it's not going to happen for Nova. Hell no. But if I get my <laughs> invite, I will definitely uh, actually run Alex's list um, there is a, a store championship happening in South Carolina that I'm probably going to go to, which is going to be the following weekend. Uh, so, hey, I mean, if I get my invite, I'm I'm probably bringing Alex's Alex's list with me.
0: So I think you have to run it at a big tournament, though. Like, we got to test this. Does Alex's list do well enough at a big tournament to tech against the top two lists that we're seeing?
2: <laughs> you <know>, it was really <laughs> funny. Hark's giving themselves red tokens that you can just use to hit them harder. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's actually really good. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, that born for this ability. uh Just working against them is is really great. Actually, I like that a lot.
2: Same if they recharge R two D two because mm-hmm. you can just spend their weapons as able. You can blah uh, double stress Han. It's uh, yeah, yeah. It's really nice. I built that list for yeah. a reason, but so, don't run it. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But, you know, ultimately, you know, when when you're looking at all this data, if you're a newer player who is, you know, feels daunted by the vast amount of uh, information that you're seeing here by different lists and different pilots and stuff like that, ultimately, it always boils down to the pilot, right? Because if you give yourself time, if you dedicate yourself to your list, learn how to play it and adjust your strategy against other lists, yes, sometimes you're always going to be, uh, paired against something that that is a hard counter to your list, but you can still pull out a win if you if you're confident in your flying and you know the risk and and know the strengths and weaknesses of your list and kind of pilot around that to make sure that you can give yourself the best advantage. You never know. You can always pull out a win from a uh from what it seems to be an unwinnable situation. And it's always down to you to overcome those those difficulties. You know, if you find that, you know, another list that's across you jousts better than Don't joust that list, go and do objectives, you know, bring them in through the fold and take them apart little by little if you need to. If you find a list that uh, that doesn't joust well and they lined up somebody against you, go take out that ship, eliminate ships from the board and then take care of the rest and adjust your game from there. You know, always try to adjust your your play style as as you go through and you, you never know, you might make it to the top.
0: Alex, what's your last thoughts on prepping for Nova based on what we've kind of seen? Are you um, the guy that techs against things? Um, well, probably you don't do that. No, um, no, I'm the guy
2: who brings something completely out of left field that goes, you know, two and two with it. Um, no, I, for like a large tournament like this, you just have to know the field. You have to understand what lists can do if you expect a lot of lists if you expect... You know, 5T70s, you have to try to plot out what what can you do against 5T70s. Can you output enough damage to kill a T70 in a round? Or do you have to, like, endure them and then grind them down kind of thing? Uh, So it's more just look at the field, see what's doing well. Try to think if people are going to bring, you know, a lot of these Padme lists Gonna do that, maybe tech against that a little bit better, you know, bring something that hits harder, more spike damage. Or if you think there's gonna be a lot more uh list then bring something that's good at blocking, and that can uh, you know clog up the space so you can't maneuver, so you can bring them down. I uh, really just kind of look at it. I mean, like bombers, you know, maybe bring things with low that don't depend on defense dice uh, for their saturation salvo, like you know, I have a, I have a YV. I don't, I don't particularly care what way or another if you force me to re-roll my die. But if I'm bringing soon tier, I don't want to be anywhere near that or like uh, Sun Fox. I don't want to be anywhere near saturation or anything.
0: Yeah, uh, saturation Salvo murders <laughs> Sun Fox. <laughs> so it just does. Um, it does. It's not fun. Yeah.
2: So you just gotta kind of look at the field generalize what you think and then see if maybe you can bring a list that happens to be good against X wings in general. So you're good against boy Luke and good against five T seventies or something that's good at blocking, you know?
0: Yeah. So what I will tell you is if you're in it to win the whole thing and that's all you really want to do, then there's not a real reason to um, run what you love. (laughs) So, Run what you can tech against, right? Because that's that's what you need to do if that's what you want to do. To me, I don't do that. I run Separatists, right? So that's just my thing. I like Separatists a lot. I have ran some Rebels and some First Order and stuff like that. I just wanted to... To me, the big thing becomes is you just have to make a decision if you really want to do that or not. I would tell you to run um, things that you love more than things that are going to attack against. And I, I will say, like, I have been thinking of Swerving a little bit out of Separatists for store Champs. But it's just because I've spent a year and a half playing only Separatists. So I'm a little bored, to be honest with you. Um, so for me, it's more of a I want to switch something than anything else. But those are my two cents. And normally, I'd switch to something
2: really janky after winning a Star Champ, but I don't think anything's more janky than what I won the Star Champ list. So I have to pivot to something semi-playable.
0: <laughs> something semi-playable. All right. Well, next week, we will be covering Nova. JJ, will you be back in time to tell us your Nova story? uh
1: i don't know um i don't think i i I, i'm gonna be traveling that night um coming back in so i don't know if i'll make it back in time um but i'll definitely let you know as it develops
0: all right want to do an ahsoka recap
1: not tonight but yeah definitely we gotta get together and do that
0: (laughs) you're killing me killing me here smalls all right well, thank you all for joining us next week. We will probably only be covering um, Nova. Uh, if you liked any of the segments, let let us know. I mean, if you like the segments and you want us to do more of the uh, roll call stuff, uh, let us know. We could also go back and pivot to our discussion on um, we had a discussion going about, um, you know, pilots and kind of ranking them based on scenarios we could go back and and add some more of those that that's kind of, that was kind of a fun segment i'm kind of getting sick of store champs only because it feels like we're getting like the exact same ones over and over again you know so i don't know yeah but citing announcement next week i will be displaying the stuff that we are buying for our patreons and for people that want to support the show Um, So we will be doing a card reveal and a token reveal next week. I should have done it a couple weeks ago. I have not. We will be doing those um, as I have started to submit my orders for those. Sorry. With the, the stuff with the cancer stuff with the kid has just really eaten up a lot of time um, for that. So I just haven't had as much time as I thought I originally would have. As for that, the next Part of the segments that we'll be doing is we will be looking at each individual scenario um, over the course. It will not be starting next week, but the next one we're going to be doing is tackling and redoing our um, discussion points on each of the different scenarios, how the factions work with them, some of the logic behind what each of the different scenarios provides and um, how you can maximize your stuff. For each scenario. Now, with that being said, thank you all. Have a good night, and we will see you on the flippity flop.